All right. Alrighty. Less than average, episode 21. Let's get it. Let's get it. What a, look at this guy. Look at this Don't mind dude. Randy Savage. <laughs> Randy <laughs> Savage. What's going on, brothers? Hey, brother. <laughs> All right, for anybody who's just joined the podcast, this is Strider Native. And, uh, dude, I went away for two seconds to get a drink, and I come back, and this guy has got on. <laughs> The fucking get he up, was dude. he was trying to just bring out as much drip as he could and i was like you still won't beat ace dude it ain't happening <laughs> dude i'm dying i came back i just started geeking dude oh man shine what is up dude welcome to the podcast man thanks for having me thanks for having yeah, me guys. easy peasy that. here man Wait, like i said these two hours are just gonna fly past and trust me i've got pictures so whenever this is done i'll post that beautiful face all over the place Love so it. to Miss kick it off, what you got? We've got Strider Native Esports Extraordinaire, X PUBG Pro, X COD Pro. I'm assuming. I know you played PUBG quite a bit. Yeah, you, uh, yeah, you, I mean, you can say COD Pro, and most people self-proclaimed Rat Andy as your stream yesterday when you're in the Juke Bowl. <laughs> I caught that. That was insane. What yeah. happened? We'll start with that. Oh God! Do we even want to talk about that? So they I tried. It. So him, Miss Forever, and was it Biggie? Yeah, Biggie. Mm -hmm. We're scrimming, and then they like just dropped in. And Strider's map knowledge isn't all that good yet because he hasn't played Apex all that much. Right. So he's trying to pick up on the fly game sense and learning positioning on new maps that are unfamiliar to him. And he still made pretty good calls because he's playing IGL, so in-game leader. Right. And he's making comms. He's making positioning calls. He's telling us, "All right, we need to roll here. We need to hold this sight line. You watch my back. I'm gonna." He was essentially holding a sentinel. The one I watched. They were up on top of capacitor watching between there and labs okay and uh he was holding one sight line with his head on a swivel with the sentinel just taking pot shots to level up their armors right yeah that was that was wild i mean that was a good time that was probably the best game that we had yeah everything else was dog shit. everything just before the podcast i was solo queuing and i had two games where we died on hot drop and then i had another game where i ran into two decent randos and we ended up getting the dub and i got my 2.5k badge on octane i was oh, like nice hey nah, nice. miss forever's in chat right now and she says it was dog water after the first game so it looks like things fell apart things fell apart real quick uh <laughs> i mean because i mean i've been playing on king's canyon and King's Canyon only, obviously, because of the new Season 8 change. And I've played on the other maps a couple times, but I have zero idea of, okay, how's the circle going to pull? Routes, you know, map positioning, yeah. 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 I mean, like, I have some kind of knowledge. The one thing I do understand is timing, because, I mean, every mm. BR is the same. Yeah. Every BR is the same. Keep right? your back to the zone end game. You just, you go, you go, you go, and you go fast. And that's, that's pretty much it. And you're trying to rotate, so... That stuff I kind of understand, so I'm like, okay, guys, like we gotta move. Right, <laughs> like right. we are late, and I can tell you we're late. Right. Um, so that I get, but just where to go and how to get there, no clue. Right. From sure. what we've been seeing of like the early meta for this season, though, Caustic, Blood, Wraith is pretty fucking just set stone. Like you can rotate yeah. out the Wraith for maybe uh, a Horizon, just because her Q is so agile for yeah. the whole team. But yep. Yep. We saw a lot of Gibbies too. It was like Horizon Gibby was like the swap. I've seen and that then, recently, uh, dude. I remember when I, so I, my only experience really like deep in depth with Apex was season one. Like when it first came out, I was like no lifing that game for a long Skull time. Town days. Yeah, mm -hmm. dude. It was bad. Um, but Gibby was like barely used because the hitbox was so large and it was like very situational and it was like, it felt like he was a chungus and slow as shit. So everybody didn't mm -hmm. want to play him. 
But he mm -hmm. had, like, especially endgame, Gibby is the shit. I mean, just, he is. I mean, the ability to bubble up wherever and, and, and force a push or to to block you a can, door or whatever. Like, it was just... Depending yeah. on the team, you can force enemy positioning, too. Like, yes. Hey, you can't peek out of your building because I'm just dropping mortars on your head. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it was dope, man. Um, yeah. All right, well, give me a little bit of background. Like, let's go over your game. I know Vaughn Champion's going to fucking eat me alive when he listens to this podcast because every single time I ask all of our guests, like, well, how'd you get into gaming? But it's like, you know, that's kind of the point of the fucking podcast. It's like, we're talking, <laughs> we're talking to gamers. Like, this is how this works, man. So give me a little bit of background. Like, where'd you start and how'd you get into pro stuff? Um, okay, so... I mean, the cliff notes are I started gaming when I was four. Super Nintendo, a lot of people. Um, Super Nintendo, Pong, and Atari. Those are like my first three like experiences with gaming ever. Right. Um, I remember playing Pong with my mom, and then playing like you know Donkey Kong, Super Mario, all the old old OG stuff. Mm -hmm. And then um, when I started to kind of get older, I just had a system always. My mom's like, "Oh, you get a PlayStation, you get a Sega Genesis, you get this, you get that." Right. Don't worry about it. You know, there's always I had something. I was a single child, so kind of. Ah, you got the you single do. child love. That love, yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. Love, love. So um, we get to about 12 years old, and I find COD, and okay. um, it was a T for Team game, so that was like a big deal back then because I was 12, right? My right. mom was like, "God, which COD about was that?" The rating. Was that the World uh, War One? Original, like literally okay. the original. Before Big Red One. Yes, before okay. Big Red One. People don't even know what it is. Like it's so. Yeah. Old. People are always like, "What do you mean, COD? You mean like Modern Warfare?" And I'm like, "No, no I mean COD." Talking like, oh, like, like the, the the people that talk about that game the most are like Optic uh, Hector, their big like yep. GM guy, mm, is because yep. he just he grew up sniping on old cod and just that was his like his spiel right is sniping that was hit yeah. scan sniping if i remember right it was it was nuts too it was crazy it's totally different than now and he had health bars too if you can believe that oh I yeah know. i don't know if anybody remembers that but we had health bars back then so i played cod one and then cod two came out pretty shortly after that mm. big red and, one uh no not even that just literally cod two and then big red one came out like yeah was this that, on a system or is this only a PC, right? It's PC. PC only. Yeah. So I started right. on PC with like uh, a roll roll mouse. Like I had a ball, like a yep. mouse ball. And I uh, didn't even have laser back then. And people were laughing at me, but I was just destroying people. Yeah. At, like 12 years old. I've got and, a buddy that plays Cold War on a trackball. He's pretty fucking good. That's nuts. Man, yeah, <laughs> I would yeah. never do that nowadays. Yeah. No. It's like absurd Wait. to think about, but if he can just like, oh my God. Yeah, like no way. I would never. No. Um, but yeah, that's just kind of how it all started. And I think around 14, 15, um, you know, Xbox 360 came out and right. made the Switch. And uh, and I'd already been playing in tournaments. I was playing in S&D tournaments. Mm. Uh, we played rifle only back in the day. So it was like Carnegie AKs, Lee Enfields, right. Mosin Nagants. And there's just no scopes. And you just, it was just Ooh. constant iron sights, capture the flag in SD. It was wild. Did that so rifles only type feel ever draw you into Battlefield? Because I feel like that would have. It did. It did. Yeah. I, I've, I've played probably every, every major FPS there is under the sun. So, um, but because I started like that, it, it just had a ton of draw into the whole Battlefield series. Right. So, um, yeah, 14 years old, got sponsored by Evil Controllers, got really lucky. Um, I think MW2 was out at the time. Maybe it was 15, 15 or 16, actually. Sounds about more about right. But 
responsible for by uh, evo controllers for about a year and uh just got swag and thumbsticks and free controllers and stuff i bet Nothing your mom crazy. was like something's paying off all right like kind of but she was like okay well like where are the checks like why aren't you getting paid like it's not like it is nowadays right, right where it's like right. A and the instant your grades dipped she was on that ass yeah absolutely. but the freaking lutely she's like nope you can't play no more you're done so yeah. you know i had to keep the grades up had to do my thing and uh you know, I would secretly scrim until like 1 a.m. and then wake up at 6, 7 a.m. for school and then just sleep in class and then just somehow make it work, you know? Yeah, you were grinding and, uh, back then too, man. Oh, dude, I've, I've always been a grinder. So, um, yeah, she's kind of nuts. This is kind of a nutty life. And then I think uh, I kind of gave it up around 18 years old. Um, mm. I switched to Halo Reach and Halo 3 for a while after like mw2 kind of died off fucking talking um i went talking. to mg dallas 2010 had the first overkill exterminate with the entire event had Ooh. like final boss and uh um like flame sword and enable all these like pros see Bro. me do the crazy overkill and i was like let's go and i was talking all this mad crap Hyphen. to all that land land strider is a totally different strider right. um uh and then so i think after that event when i was like you know what like I just don't want to do this you know like i'm not making any money doing it uh it's a lot of time wasted like i need to like get a job and like start thinking about life and career so i think up until like i don't know 22 23 i really stopped playing completely mm. and then um my buddies were like yo you have a pc again like let's play PUBG." and i'm like okay cool like why not seems fun yeah um and i played a little bit of fortnite and stuff before that because i think fortnite came out PUBG, if I they're like right. they're like right at the same time like close well they yeah had, no, they had i think they had the PUBG single player first. version of they didn't have the multiplayer version of uh let me right i'll version. fact check yeah fact check uh, right. Right. yeah um, and so you know PUBG comes out or to me anyways and um i get really into it i'm like damn like this game's a lot of fun like i haven't had this much fun in a game in years right and the boys were like Holy dude shit. there's this tournament go ahead PUBG March 23rd 2017 uh-huh. Fortnite July 25th 2017 and Told that's you. full release not totally. just save the world right that's like right <laughs> at the same time that is insane yeah. that's a little bit insane. but uh yeah dude. we got into it found some tournaments and then next thing you know I'm like dude I'm going pro in this there's a there's a million dollar tournament at the end of the year Woo! Woo! you know like there's all these fifty thousand dollar tournaments along the way I had local lands having tournaments um and trying to set things up so i was like i'm gonna do this yeah, I'm gonna do i don't this, care yeah. and uh shit, took me a year playing 14 hours a day except Ooh. like maybe one, one day on bare minimum ass settings on one of the buggiest brs of all time yep yep on a on a on a freaking crap graphics card too Oof. At the time. i think i had a 970 and everyone's rocking the 1080 ti's that was like really good yeah so and the game was terribly buggy. I mean, oh, yeah. you're, not, you're not pulling 100 FPS. No shot. Oh, no you way. Can, yeah, no way. You would drop in and you would see a building and you could see the loot through the walls. Yeah. Or you could, yeah. you'd, be, you'd be catching bush campers because you'd have everything set to minimum settings. Yeah, there's no so bushes. Yeah. There's no bush. <laughs> there's no yeah. bushes. I remember that. Yeah, but uh, I was dedicated in a freaking grinder and I streamed and I had no idea about streaming or building community or anything. Right. I was just like, I am fucking good and you will watch me because I am good. And that's right. that's good enough for me. And I just made clips and stuff. And so it's kind of a dick, but 
got it done. Yeah. And I eventually did go pro. Hey, the TikTok uh, clips are popping off. So yeah, that's true right now. Yeah, man, that's very true. Yeah, yeah, man, it's, I haven't seen you play PUBG yet, but so what major tournaments did you play in? Did you play any like super big ones? Did you get some money? Like give us some background. Um, I just won a lot of swag and I think I made made about $2,000 total. Hey, it's better Across than what you were getting before, right? Yeah, yeah, and that was <laughs> yeah. about year. Um, And there's actually a huge juicy backstory that goes into what happened. Oh, and, we got time, come on, man. Give me that juice. Dude, okay, so. God, it like still breaks my heart to this day. It basically came out. So I, so let's say, let's see. I played on like MSI and like all the, the big ones, right? Right. So, I mean, we're talking like that was when I hit my pro status and we're playing against Cloud9, TSM, um, Ghost Gaming. Like, I mean, every major big name team had someone in there. Right. And had a spot in there. So Somebody had a finger in the pie. Yeah. Absolutely. Everyone did. I mean, because it's a BR. So what? We had like 30, 40 freaking teams like going on at once. Yeah. Um, it was insane. So, um, we were keeping up and doing well always, but there was just some times, and I think back then, like hacking wasn't like this like huge. Like we we talk in Warzone now, like hacking is just a commonality. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's like every three lobbies, it's absurd. Right. Yeah. And like I knew I knew about them. Like I knew that there was hackers and stuff like that. But I was like, oh, okay, like whatever, you know. Like I'm not gonna like hang myself up on that. And. We play in this MSI tournament, and first of all, MSI had the biggest flop I've ever seen. Ooh, shit. They had a live stream, no delay, for a BR tournament. Switch type. Absolutely. What? Okay, hold on. I'm gonna look this up. Live stream. I don't even know if they ever like came out and said that, MSI. oh, we messed up. Right. Oh. MSI, this is what, 2017, 16? 17 or 18, yeah, one of the two. Uh... And, um, let me see if I can find something. Dude, it was it was live. Like I couldn't believe it. Like, cause we, you know, we watch the stream, we're like, oh, watch the announcers, the casters, and then we're dropping in, right? Right, right. And next thing you know, one of my teammates, which I won't name, I won't really talk about That's them. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, Cause there's a lot of dirty shit that happened. Um, they were like, dude, the stream is live. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm I'm very integrity based. I'm like, dude, turn it off. Like, what the hell are you doing? Right. Like, no, like everybody's going to have this open. And I'm like, you got to be freaking kidding me right now. So we're trying to get an admin. We're trying to tell somebody we're like message. I'm messaging everybody. I'm like, yo, this stream is live. Are you kidding me? Like, we, right. we need to stop this and restart it. So we played this whole game out stream sniping. Right. Jesus. Like, dude. My teammates like telling me where people are. And I'm like, dude, shut up. Like, don't tell me, bro. Like, oh, that's so cheesy, bro. I'm like, this is after I don't want any, I don't want any part of that. And right. so they're getting pissed at me because they're like, oh, we need to take every advantage that there is. There's hundred thousand dollars on the line. I'm like, that's not the way I want to win though, bro. Like yeah. I want to win based on all these hours that I put in and all this skill that I put in, right? Um, and so there was that that happened. That was a pretty big blowout. That's, yeah. And I think that's pretty much what ended my career because I came out and was like talking about it. And then um, a lot of people got pissed that i was talking about it and saying like you know nobody well, likes it's like the um okay what's um oh i'm gonna fuck this up uh who is the babe. guy who does the who is the biker for like years uh armstrong right Lance armstrong yeah okay right and he's same, fucking thing. same yeah. fucking, so they did a study and i was just listening to the other day basically what happened is lance armstrong got outed by his friends hey he's yeah. using he's doing steroids well then the a commission was made and found that Numbers one, Lance Armstrong, you would have to go all the way back to the 18th contestant to find somebody 
who wasn't using in the top 18 everybody mm -hmm. was using steroids everybody everybody mm -hmm. and those mm -hmm. only the people that maybe number 18 just got away with it might have still been using steroids this is crazy like high level gameplay there's always some form of fucking cheating going on high level right. shit it just is what unfortunately like it might be in gaming like in esports they banned like you can't take um adderall because that's a performance enhancer you can't take mm -hmm. i think a certain amount they've done it where you can't have a certain amount of caffeine in your system now because it could be too much of a stimulant i mean like they're doing crazy stuff, but I guarantee there's still teams out there that are finding ways of cheating, like just to Absolutely. be as cracked as possible. Like it is what Absolutely. it is, dude. It's crazy. Absolutely. But I, so good. Kudos to you, man, because like that like, takes some balls. But it's weird that you would get, what you were you getting shit on by like the other pro players? Like were they getting mad at you? Yeah. So it wasn't about it wasn't about the stream time. It's kind of what happened next. Okay. So basically. Um, I like right after the event, I was like, I was like, I'm done. Yeah. Like, you kidding me? Like your teammates didn't long. have any integrity and you were just out. That's all. Yeah, okay. yeah. It just it took me this long to become a pro. I've been working my ass off this whole year. And then there's zero integrity on this team. And I know that I'm not gonna like get another shot for another team unless I stick it out with this team. Right. I'm like, dude, this isn't what I want. And like they didn't even really care. They all had good jobs and they were fine. And yeah. dude, I'm just this is this is what I'm trying to do is my job. And they had like zero respect for it. And so I was like, I'm done. This sucks. I got to walk away, but I'm done. And then come to find out maybe, I don't know, five, six months later that literally there was probably, I don't know, 20 plus cheat uh, teams cheating, legitimately hacking with radar on. So I don't know if you guys, you know, PUBG, there was no UAVs. Yeah. I mean, we're talking full on UAVs radar. Oh, God. And so the team i was on before that when we would scrim or we'd play another terms we're like dude how did this guy know we were there like there's just no way like we weren't driving there was no car here like no audio cues like no audio cues none of us were moving because we were like we were very stealth like a lot of the time right and i'm like dude did somebody move like did somebody f up and like no these guys would know right where we're at be nailing us in the face mm. before we even like peek around a corner and we'd be like that's kind of sus like why is that right and then then like I think it was because PUBG dropped an anti cheat, like they uh, dropped a legit anti cheat, and then a ton of people got banned. I saw, I just read that, so I was just pulling it up. A one point three million accounts were banned. Yeah, one point three million accounts. Warzone just popped out. Jeez. They're like second or third wave of bans and dumped out like eighty thousand people. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm watching right now, so it's the beginning of last year was one of the most tense moments in PUBG history. After an investigation, more than 10 professional players were banned. There yep. are big band waves in the past as well, but at the end of 2018, there was an investigation executed by PUBG um, in which they wanted to screen the players for any potential in-game bans related to unauthorized programs on their accounts, yada, 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 yada. So after they checked, the several pro, pro players were punished. The players who were punished, I'm not gonna name them right now. You can look it up, just Google it. Just PUBG Cheaters 2017. Um, using unauthorized software in public matches as well. So they're following them not only in competition, but also public matches. And they were getting just, and cheating in tournaments. Um, let's see, let's see. Uh, we'll a will cheat on the tournament. They were saying that people were literally just cheating in the tournament straight up mm -hmm. and i have all the names here they just, yeah so they had december 2018 was one of the first band waves and that was thirty thousand people 
including the 10 million uh, the the 1.3 million people who are already banned so mm -hmm. dude they were yeah they brought the hammer down and then it got flushed out that a ton of people were cheating and the people that i thought were legit that i would play with like on the side and like scrims or kill races or whatever because mm -hmm. we kind of did that just for yeah. fun um and they got banned and i'm like dude Oof. are you freaking kidding me you were cheating Ooh. and then there was certain there was definitely certain teams that i like would recognize their names and that those were the, some of the teams that got banned and i'm like you guys were hacking and i was still crapping on you I'm like you guys suck bro like you don't even deserve <laughs> to be here so it, it just it just kind of muddied my whole experience at that point and i was like nah like i'm good Your perspective on it's just like what the fuck am i doing here at that point yeah yeah i mean because it's not like we could always go to land for PUBG, you know and like yeah. to get into land you had to play through those qualifiers where everybody was cheating right so uh, it was just it was all bad it was all freaking bad so but it was what it was and, and i mean it was fun for what it was i did yeah. enjoy a lot of it you yeah know? you got some experience out of it and enjoyed it but now you're just frying in call of duty like frying frying like your clips 2019 are rolls around and the buggy mess of modern warfare spawns yep yep yeah so what was the transition back from PUBG? you dropped that and then just jumped right back into cod or did you take a break from gaming again or took a break for about two years um i was really invested in my relationship at the time and i was like really serious about this girl so we just kind of did our thing for two years and i kind of came jeez, i came back for like black ops 4 on like ps4 and started like going old school I was like you know what screw it like i won't play a br because there's too many high possibilities of somebody cheating blackout yeah. won't play on too. pc yeah blackout was really rough um but i was like i won't play on pc i'll just play on console so I was playing PS4 and um, yeah, I showed up for what uh, it was CWL, it was still called World League at that time, mm -hmm. I think. Um, Texas, can't remember the exact venue, but yeah, I went to a CWL Texas event and then I played in another like local event. Um, and that that was it. At that point, I was like, you know what, like, I don't have any bond with anybody. And that was good, uh, but people didn't really understand the game and the COD community is really mm -hmm. toxic. Or at least the am cod community is really toxic i don't know if you guys have Dude, i come from the halo community where toxicity is king so trust me yeah i get it <laughs> yeah I get it. bagging and is I, your I've introduction yeah i've experienced both communities for sure um cod is more toxic i will say oh I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh cod, like, cod halo lobbies are... will come for your for your throat but cod will go for your entire family and your genealogy like that's just how it is <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way of putting it i'm gonna cut yeah. that <laughs> that was good <laughs> so um yeah i mean at that point i was just like dude this just this is a young man's game and it's just like everyone's a dick to each other and i just don't want to live this life so right um i was like okay i'm good I'm done and then warzone came out like zion said and um my relationship ended and i was like well i got you know nothing crazy tying me down so right. when i get a pc when i start playing again and i did and then some of my friends were like yo you gotta stream you gotta stream you gotta stream I'm like, nah, I don't want to do all that again. Like, I don't want to go through all that. And then, uh, yeah, some of my best friends, uh, Triggers Down, which is some people yep. do know. Shout out to Triggers um, Down, man. Yeah, I've known him for, what, 18, 19 years at this point. But I grew across the street from him, so. Okay. Um, Makes it yeah. a little bit easier, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so um, he was just like, dude, you know, you got to stream. Like, you got to do it. You're too good to not stream. And I'm like, okay. So I streamed, and then here I am now. That's know, awesome, dude. When did you link up with Panda? When did you get to like? Oh, by the way, just just shout out. He's also one of the OG members of Osiris Gaming. So he has been in for how long now? This organization's been around since last year, right? Since it formed. 
Yeah. Since before it formed. Before I was, yeah. was going to say, yeah, Panda was saying that he's one of the first content creators that they brought in were like, hey, we want you not only because of your skill set, but because of your stream quality. Yeah. 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 So um, I met them uh, in Encrypted Gaming. So Triggers mm-hmm. Down. So Triggers Down originally met them playing Apex, I think randomly. Like literally randomly, they were just queuing and he queued and then they met and then they became friends. It was Torbet and Panda. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, the rest is history. They were encrypted, Triggers joined encrypted. And then he was telling me in the background, yo, you need to stream, you need to stream. And then I joined encrypted. And so I streamed and I got my affiliate status to them. Shout out to them right. um, for what it was. And uh, yeah. And so now they were like, yo, we're going to start this org. And I'm like, okay, sure. Like I'm close with them anyways. Yeah. They were the people who I got close with, and I was like, I mean, I got nothing like tying me down completely. Yeah. There's not like a sponsorship yeah. or like you're part of the owner or the other org or whatever. There's right. always like, and that's actually a great segue because there's like this stigma in gaming about. I was having a conversation yesterday with this uh, other streamer named Brandon, um, and basically he was saying something really interesting. If you go into an organization or another channel and you follow them, you know, that's their chance to try and win your your viewership. And if they don't, there's a stigma about like leaving. It's like it's okay if you don't like somebody's content, like you can leave. Same thing with an organization. Yeah. Like Absolutely. it's okay to go into one and just say, Oh, this isn't for me, or I love it. You know, one of the two. Like, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I think I think there's something to be said about that. I think I think that stigma could go away. I, you know what I mean? Like how many times have you gone into a raid or have been raided and people come in and they stay around? I mean, maybe it's only like 5%. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Oh, yeah. And those 5%, though, will come back because those are the people that are like, hey, actually, yeah, this is cool content. Committed. Yeah. Those are the yeah. people are like, this is awesome. You know? I just yeah. wish, um, I wish, dude, I wish Twitch did a better job, though. Like, how, what are your thoughts on Twitch? How long have you been streaming for right now? So I streamed obviously back during the PUBG season stuff and then I streamed during this time uh, since my last time so I, I'd say maybe three years total combined oh dang okay probably you know um, I I don't know like I don't have too many opinions because I'm like let me just work the system and like work my angle and figure it out right. um, and I haven't experienced like Mixer or YouTube gaming or I haven't experienced any of that stuff like I've seen them I know about them but I haven't had a first hands-on experience so i don't have too many opinions on how twitch is doing i mean there's some things that i'm like yo like why can't we play music that's like oh, really stupid in the world like come on guys yeah you know? dmca um, stuff is just it's basically just them covering their own assets at the end of the day that's all it is it's much easier for papa bezos to say hey twitch like is this gonna be a legal liability nope just no music fuck them like literally it's much easier just for a blanket statement than They'd have to pay people to check content and check against like claims. Like it'd be a pain in the ass. Like they probably saw well, how YouTube's dealing with. They're like, we don't want any part of that. Just DMCA everybody. <laughs> just, everybody is the same treatment. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like, dude, a lot of these music people, they're like, dude, just play my music. I don't care. It's free advertising. Yeah, 100%, yeah, sad, dude. But 100%. then their record label or their publisher will be like, no, 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 copyright claim. That's the problem. Yeah, and it's over like, their head. Like you can get stuff whitelisted, but then the yeah. publisher is the one that'll have the issue with it. Yeah. Just oh yeah. Yeah, I have a friend. So um, I live in Richmond, and there's a friend of mine. Um, when I used to teach, actually at School of Rock and run the school, she ended up becoming like like be wanting to be a rock star. 
So she made a band and she worked with this local label up in DC and they copyrighted her own music video. Like you stupid motherfuckers. <laughs> she's your what? she's your musician and you copyrighted that music and the the music video so she couldn't get paid on the back end. Like but she obviously That's left them, but it's like insane. what? The music well I can talk all day about the music industry because not only did I go to school for the music industry, I taught in the music industry, I've I've written, I've done all dealt with all of the shit, dude. Let me tell you that the DMCA rules are they were outdated when they were made in 1999 and they're still outdated. There hasn't been any changes to it. It's basically just a way for these companies to try and make money. It was made because of you remember Napster and LimeWire? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. It was absolutely. made because of that. And it hasn't yeah. been updated since because now they're just using it as the rule of like basically what's happening in the music industry is they're they're using it as a scapegoat. It's like, no, yep. no, 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 we we own the rights to that. Can you prove it? No, but the little guys who are using it can't either. So that's how that's the catch twenty two. Like you're not gonna yeah, pay have, lawyers. Like I have a buddy of mine that does YouTube videos and he had uh, a three second clip from uh, another guy from high school's uh, music in it mm -hmm. as part of his intro and he asked him and had everything cool but it was an original and what's fucked is he, at the time of him using the video or the clip for his videos he wasn't signed on with anybody mm. like two years later he signed on with a, a label up in portland and they went back and they got all of his originals under them <sighs> so then shady. he wasn't able to use any of his stuff for all of his old clips, they all got copyright claimed and he had to go through and re-edit all of his videos or take down part of them. So shady. So sh I mean, it's just this. Okay, so let me let me break this down a little bit with some nuance. Um, because I want to talk a little bit about Twitch a little bit. Um, so we obviously know that COVID happened and a lot of people started streaming. But I was interested the other day, I was like, all right, what do the numbers look like? Okay. So back in 2013, when it was just in TV and it's just switched over to Twitch, okay. Um, He's got to get his coffee real fast. Oh, got to get the coffee. Got to get. We'll, we'll wait for him. We'll wait for him. Zan, how's your day going? Man? Uh, decent. Time? I got on. I helped Leo and Ace to tune some video settings on Apex, trying to get. So apparently, there's a thing with aspect ratio you can change in Apex that makes huh. characters' hitboxes different. So normally, your default, yeah, your default what? natural ratio is sixteen by nine, right? Right. You change you it to sixteen. No, you change it to 16 by 10, uh -huh. expands characters' hitboxes horizontally so they're wider and easier to hit. Ace was playing with like it a little bit. We just talked about cheating. That sounds Ace, like it's cheating. It's not cheating. It's part of the game. A lot of the pros, I was watching uh, Chicky Nuggy and uh, It's Timmy made a video about it. What? And they use like that setting for 16 by 10 because the hitbox is like a small percentage bigger and they're easier to hit. But it's it's an adjustment in game. It's fucking honky. Dude, we're just talking about Apex. Apparently, you could change the aspect ratio just a smidge to make the hitbox larger. How is that not cheating? <laughs> what? Yeah. So I, mean, that's a, that's I a showed Ace advantage. this morning. I I had him pop in firing range, and then we played a couple matches with it. So your default ratio is sixteen by nine for aspect ratio, correct? Yeah. And then when you change off, if you go to sixteen by ten, it horizontally expands the hitbox of characters. By like a certain percent even though you can hit them a little yeah. easier it's fucking crazy dude uh, and then i'm gonna make a correction sicarius in chat says an exploit 
not a cheat. I agree. It's not a cheat. It's yeah. definitely an X point because it's, it's in game. You're using the in game yeah. settings. So you can abuse and abuse it as much as you want. That's true until it gets patched. Right. It's Timmy uh, and uh, Chicken Nuggy were like, they posted just separate videos on it on like aim trainers and how to help improve your aim. Yeah. And they were like, hey, if you wanted to use this, this will make it so your hitbox is a little easier until you're more comfortable with the game and then you can change it back. That's you insane. can change it back. Change it back. Yeah. <laughs> Turn it up. Yeah. Ace was trying to use it, but he's still, I don't know if he was on MK or if he was on uh, controller, but he he was having issues like trying to track people with it because he wasn't mm. used to it yet. Yeah, it takes some time. It takes a minute. Yeah, it takes so, a minute. So let me. Well, that's um, like what we used to do in Counter Strike. You know, you'd play on like four by three or whatever. Oh. So like everyone's this giant square, so everything's easier to hit. I mean, that's smart. Same thing. I mean, like uh, remember back in the day, like uh, so I'm I'm old school gamer. Dude. I'm 31. I've been playing games. Since I was gonna I was say I wanted to ask. So you made the transition of Halo, nothing, PUBG nothing warzone mm -hmm. how was it coming back in from that gap from PUBG and knowing that hit scan like aim style coming back into warzone with call of duty's old familiar aim style but then having like the as val bug shooting people through the walls and shit like the bruin meta the couple of the other metas that were just absolutely just fucking cracked so i mean it was just like I don't for me it's just like another day in the office right because there's i've been playing competitive since i was like born basically <laughs> so it's like whatever's broken you pick it up and you use it and yeah. you don't ask questions use and abuse it's, it's and how abuse. cod's always been yeah yeah you just got to be a meta freak i mean there's no like people like oh i want to have fun and i want to try this there's just not you just don't do that that's advanced just warfare it was bal and the speakeasy it fucking black ops 3 it was uh, not the XM4, but like that M4 variant, and then oh yeah, now with now with Modern Warfare, you have the blueprints, which was a big point of contention for a lot of people, and I didn't like them to start. The issue I had with Modern Warfare was when the R90 got the Dragon Breath, mm, mm -hmm. and that you could literally just rip that mod and just have it and just go into Warzone and two tap people. It was doof, stupid. The doof doof life that was insane. Yeah. Um, but why not? I mean, if it's it's why would you shoot yourself in the you foot? You can spend by not using twenty meta, bucks and get you know? it now, or you can go grind multiplayer for two hours and get it later. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just why not have it? You know, I mean that's I think you guys are onto something. Same thing with the exploit with like changing your aspect ratio. It's the same thing. Like if it's there, it's in game, why would you cripple yourself by not using the meta? Well the other thing wow. is Warzone actually had operator issues. Like I've talked about it before. Strider probably knows this. Uh, what's your face? The Raven chick all decked out in black? Rose. Yeah, Rose. <laughs> where literally Warzone tournaments will be hosted in the entire tournament lobby. I've seen screenshots where you'll people will spawn in and there'll be like 20 people on screen going to spawn in and it's all Rose because at such a far distance when everybody's got their settings turned down and they're pushing 144, 240 FPS and you don't see the black blur of her poking out from a shadow, or if you're inside like airport and you're crawling underneath on that big like open flat area and it's just that dark ass compact room and you can't see it's just it's absurd yeah man again Bro, any little advantage <laughs> but that's also the same reason that teams will cheat any little advantage they can get to try and get the win get the money and even before before rose the the ghost skin the one they had that that was like the double black one oh, that one was pretty good that. too I yeah that was the definitely the the skin of choice for a long time yeah and then rose and 
the rest is history. Now, what is like, the? Yeah. I don't play Call of Duty, but what's the, what's the current meta? Like, uh, I, I saw Miss Forever in chat was saying that the DMR. It was, was like DMR Diamantes. Uh, so DMR Marksman Rifle. You had a certain I I don't remember which grip it was, and the Vision Tech 2X scope, mm. and you would sit there with a T post like single post reticle, and just fucking tap 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 with no recoil. It would just sit Ooh. there and just be a fucking laser beam. I, I see. You could uh, like Sicarius is saying Mac 10. At the moment, yeah, it's like Mac 10. Uh, it's like Mac 10 Famas, Mac 10 like Stoner, because the recently Cold War is kind of funky. Cold War, the attachments have hidden stats. It's mm -hmm. so you'll see it'll have yeah. like the Bruiser walking grip, for instance, has like aim walking speed, okay. but it also makes the gun hit scan and like gives you adjusted uh vertical Where the recoil fuck are you guys getting this information from that's what Dude, i want to know <laughs> so unbeknownst so i watch mine's kind of a weird source i watched tim the tap man okay. quite a bit <laughs> and tim always does like these tiktok hey, builds and like yeah he does like these tiktok gun builds like every day or every couple days and yeah m13 was pretty good for a while um i ran kilo which was fucking just so overpowered for so long uh kilo and the uh, ax50 for a long time and then the car got broken for a while with its quick scope ads and then uh right now i don't know what it is because i actually haven't been playing warzone all that much since cold war came out but i know it was dmr on release and now it's like from what i heard it's the stoner the mac 10 the dmr still fries and the famos is really good from mm -hmm. what i've heard Strider, what do you usually run with? If, you, if you're in, when you're in Warzone, like take us through some of your, your clips are incredible. If you guys are listening at home and you're not hearing the podcast, if you're not like, go watch it and go watch him. Like just look up Strider Native on TikTok and his shit is in like four, five, six, ten kills. It's like instant. It's crazy. You look at his stuff. It's like you're. All right, how much caffeine do you fucking drink, man? I gotta know that first. Like, <laughs> I gotta know that first. I really don't. I really don't. I just started using G Fuel recently, so you know, and I don't take it unless I'm in a tournament. So I usually double scoop if I G Fuel, but that's about it. I got gamer subs. I don't do G Fuel just because, mm. to me personally, G Fuel is a little too chalky. Mm. Yeah, it, it definitely can be a little chalky, but playing football and taking supplements before i'm just uh, you, i drink protein shakes every day man yeah, just chalk it up baby chalk it up baby um but you know what? and i actually to touch on that i actually think a healthy balanced diet is the way out of all my training out of everything that i've done and like all my accomplishments my most success i had was when i had a healthy balanced diet so like just caffeine it up like and then crashing and then having to re-caffeine yeah it's not the way dude it's not yeah. the way you gotta you gotta have a you know good diet, exercise a little bit at least. You know we're so sedentary. That ass chair, moving, I'm, boy. I was right? a personal trainer, so, so you're speaking my language. I'm just yeah. praised to you, sir. Yeah, and I and I noticed that when I do work out, like I play better. Yeah, immediately. yeah. It's like Almost so. A lot of times, like office people have like the standing chairs nowadays because mm -hmm. you're trying to keep yourself actively engaged and to keep your like. The more you have like a physical focus you're also going to have more like acute mental focus mm -hmm. oh absolutely 100 100 studies show it time and time again same thing with like uh using sauna for heat shock proteins using cold baths for cold shock proteins will help your muscles re recover mm -hmm. faster like all that stuff that used to be woo woo science is now being proven Explo you know? it's exploits irl exactly it's 100 hacking the brain dude 100 all right so oh, wow. back to so 
walk us through some of your loadouts, what you're doing right now in Modern Warfare. So, um, or Warzone. you know, everything that was said is is very much so on par. You know, that's that's what everyone was doing. The DMR was broken. It was insane. Got to use it. You know, you got to survive. So, right now, um, I use the Carnot AK. Oh, okay. like I don't. I mean, but it's that's been, it's that's, been tried and true for so freaking long, dude. That's a specialty to me, though. Like, not everybody can do what I can do with Car 98. So I don't tell everybody to use it. I, I can't say it's a meta thing because if you can't shoot it like I can or even close, then you're kind of just shooting yourself in the foot. Right. You know, have a disadvantage. So, but because I can just be a weirdo and pop people in the head from wherever, whenever, I, it doesn't matter to me. I'm like, okay, this is broken. I could shoot you once and you're down. Right. Um, That's broken. I've seen it. I, I would <laughs> I would question it, but I've seen you do it on your clips. So I know it's true. Like, yeah. oh, I got in a helicopter, bang, bang, done. Yep. Just, <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool. You're getting to fly a helicopter around you. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Um, but I think the guns that are most viable right now are definitely FFAR, or, you know, also known as the FAMAS, and the MAC-10. I think those are the two most, like, solidified guns, like, for sure. Because um, I run an FFAR and then Carnot 8 I was running MAC-10, MAC-10 Carnot 8 but I've made some adjustments to my own playstyle, and I was like, all right, let me just change little things up. Let me just slow down a little bit more, and I'll just use FAR, Car 98. Mm. Works fine. Beautiful. Beating people up close, no problems. Um, w isn't operating. always best key. Right. No, it's not. It's no, absolutely it's not. not. <laughs> it's definitely not. Um, and uh, I, I haven't tried the stoner, but I've heard about the stoner. And I haven't, I haven't really seen it a whole lot, because I've kind of like been playing a lot of Apex recently, too. So... I was like, I'm sick of these hackers. Yeah. So I'm what, pretty what sure. What made you that, jump uh, into Apex? Did Panda twist your arm or? No, no. I mean, she definitely was like, yo, you should play, you should play. But she definitely didn't twist my arm in any way. Um, it was more so just, I got sick of the hackers. So mm -hmm. for those who don't know, I have a 3.16 KD um, in Warzone. And so when you're at that level and you are frying people on a daily basis, because I mean, I play for nine, 10 hours a day, you get reported a lot for cheating. I mean, anything that looks like a swipe or like semi weird. I mean, all my, like a lot of my death. A magnet flick or like. Yeah, anything, right? I, I don't know if you guys seen the clip on Osiris's page where everyone called, there's like 900 comments of people call me a hacker. I'm like, yep. I don't know. What you that was only at like 30,000 views or something, right? Yeah, 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 I saw that. So, um, it's like you get reported a lot, and if you get reported a lot, you get shadow banned. So, and I don't know if you guys know what the shadow ban thing is, but you get put into lobbies with a ton of hackers. Yeah. And so, and my friends even notice it. Like, I'll talk to my friends. I'll be like, "Yo, do you guys notice? Like, if you play with me, we get more hackers." And they're like, "Yeah." I'm like, Pfft. so it just it makes it not fun, you know. So I have right. to like not play for a while like at all almost at all until like the shadow bands lifted it takes about a week apparently from like the research that i've done and then at that point then i can kind of play and have a decent amount of fun and kind of make some content again right like i just played last night for the first time in probably about a week let's let's and talk about that real quick so the shadow banning stuff because there's always like an there's a stigma around it all right on one side like personally i think yeah, put all the fucking cheaters on like Cheater Island. Like, go crazy, y'all fuckers, get over there. That but was their initial impression because when they first started, when it was just Modern Warfare Warzone, they're doing physical ban. Like, 
they have uh, people in offices doing the bands, not bots doing the bands. Right. So they have to physically or manual review is what they called it. Yeah. And when you have to manual review that many cases and that many reports of cheating, and you have to spend the time looking through clips, looking through reports of like, hey, this guy fucking molly whopped my ass from top firehouse, like all kinds of stuff. And yeah, it just, it gets, I can imagine it's hell. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's unmanageable. I mean, hundred percent. Like Absolutely. the the it's 100% unmanageable. Like Facebook, YouTube, Google, everybody's have it's algorithm city for a reason because there's just so many. It's impossible for like imagine one dude named Stan over there at Activision like watch the clips, checking this out. Oh, that's a cheat right there. Go to the island. Like one fucking person. No, but um, and Himmy was asking in chat, you know, if it if you can appeal it. But again, that's having a a human look at the appeal to see if it's real and that could probably just take a week and a half two weeks and not only that, it's a shadow ban you don't even know what happened to you yeah like you just notice it because you're it's playing. unregistered yeah yeah all right you just notice it because you're playing and then all of a sudden why am i seeing freaking four teams of hackers in one game mm. what is going on and then you're like right. okay and this is happening every single game like people talk about oh i see a hacker like once every three games try having four teams full hackers no like hiding anything talking aimbot walls shooting across map carnate iron sights like shooting yeah. out of the off top of building Beam, beaming guys out of the parachutes from like 400 Pass. meters out Hard you're driving Pass. you're driving in a bertha and this dude has a dmr he fries you immediately out of the driver's seat fries the dude on top in the next two seconds fries the guy behind you in the next three seconds i mean just like insane. got all of those 18 round mags yeah yeah insane ah. stuff and you're like what I like how do I combat this there's nothing I can do yeah. like this is, I just don't play that's, and that that's how sucks you because it. you're just you're just fucking good and you're getting punished for being good it doesn't make any sense and I don't understand the has to all right if they're using algorithms to shadow ban people who they suspect are are cheaters they shouldn't use the recommendation system as our report system as that metric they should be able to see people like hey you've got You've got fit, you know, you got five kills, uh, five matches in a row within three seconds, and you you got 15 kills total. Like that should be like what the fuck is happening? Like yeah, if you're doing should... that every game, obviously you're doing something weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the flow, they should be able to metric, like they should look at the metrics that flow the game. Like if you're a person, like er, you, you bump into a squad, you might get five, six kills, but the next squad you bump into, you might just down one person, have to reposition, down the other. If you're a cheater and you're going to see through, you're going to go through, you're going to fry the one squad, you go to the next squad, you're going to fry them, you go to the next squad, you're going to fry them, you're going to shoot yeah. that helicopter from 18, you know, meter, 1800 favorite, meters away, you know? My mm -hmm. favorite thing of Warzone is two things. One, the death comms of, <laughs> are you fucking, you yeah. have to oh, fucking like, what, Do you get like, you, you no, no, because normally multiplayer comms, you get like a split second. Yeah, Warzone, like you got like three seconds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then the the other best one is you'll get to the end of the game, and if a cheater's team wins, everybody in the lobby spectating him by the end of the game, and they will just light his ass up <laughs> at the end of the game. Oh, like awesome. Tim Tim's had videos where like they've been on, they've been like, all right, get ready to F9 this. This is gonna be epic. You can't hear anything because it's just <laughs> screamings of Fuck you, loser! Get out of your house! Uninstall your cheats, bitch! Blah, blah, blah. It's yeah. just—it's oh incredible. My God. I gotta look up some of those videos, dude. It's really uh, insane. 
I think, uh, I mean, and then on top of that, like, then you have shit like the stim glitch. Like, oh, dude. How many? Okay. So Explain to people, yeah. The other night, I watched a stim off for 45 minutes. Jesus Christ. Oh, what? Okay, what is, what is this? Okay, so. Name. So you There's, know about well, the stim, right? The stim pack. It's like a yeah. stim shot that you get, like, self regen, except. Yep, yep. There's kind of two versions of this. The original version of it in Modern Warfare was you have a self-revive that you can buy out of the loadout kit. And when you're tapping this, you can like tap it over and over and over and over. But to finish it, you have to hold it. So people would just tap it over and over and over and over and over and just get like the time extended in the zone to be able to win the final fight in the gas. Oh. Everybody's down, but your, your self-revive lasts until the gas knocks your health all the way down to zero. What's worse is when people stim glitch, they hit up their stim and they cancel it in the zone. So you get your health regen, but you get to keep the stim. So you're oh. literally just, yeah, it's gross. Oh. Uh, tacticals is what it is. It can be yeah. done with the stim. It can be done with sun grenades, smokes. So um, you can just not rat like the, the very end. You can just hide in the smoke. Yeah, like, you can just be chilling. the map, just stimming. I remember like, seeing a clip a uh, buddy of mine posted that he had uh he was using a crossbow loadout and he got like a final kill cam with the crossbow and the guy gets up because he was stim glitching in the gas and his whole team's running through the gas and you see them coming out my friend and my buddy's like oh shit and then his other teammates on a roof behind him in zone rpgs and kills all four of them <laughs> <laughs> that's the cool part about the game though i think that modern warfare for example uh warzone i think it's one of my favorite brs i don't know why i stopped playing but honestly i loved it it's like the pacing is good they get the item system they killed it item system <laughs> is fantastic like i think apex does an okay job but i think definitely 100 warzone just knocks it out of the park it's just easier you know way easier mm -hmm. i think apex they still have too many buttons PUBG just had that inventory system was fucking terrible i couldn't <laughs> I couldn't do all, it, all man. This, I mean, all you would see is like, this is my mouse yeah. like, the whole time. I'm like, oh, God, there's just so much moving. It's yeah, so it's much insane. stuff, and you can change. They just went too in-depth. You know, like, you get, like, for example, yeah. you get a gun. It has attachments already on it. But in PUBG, it was like, you had to get the base gun. Then you had to find the bullets for that gun. Then you had to find the magazines for that gun. Then you had to find the scope. And you could change the scope out if you wanted to. It's like... Just give me the gun. I gotta Which, shoot these people. I got things to do. Apex, you, know? you can hot swap scopes, you can hot swap stocks, you can hot swap barrels. Right. Similar. It's similar. It's like the middle, it's, it's like the in-between, I think. Apex between... is definitely more intuitive, for sure. Yeah. Puppy was nuts. And it was slow. Was... And it would get you killed. And it was it was wonky. Um oh, so rough. It was I still was one thing that turned me off of Ape. Like literally I liked PUBG. I thought it was cool when it first came out. It was my first BR I ever played. It was great. Ooh. But but like the item system especially late game i always got so freaking mad because i'd be in like the last second of like i gotta like turn this i gotta change this i gotta take my backpack off and i put it back on and i don't fucking know what i'm doing like you're just throwing things everywhere and then they're shooting at you and they have to do the same shit. it was just like a mad dash it's like i just want to focus on shooting them like the, the gameplay not and then inventory management the entire game Post Destiny 2, he and I stopped playing Destiny maybe a year, year and a half ago. Yeah. Although we've both played it on and off since. Oh shit. Oh, what up, Lance? Hey. Lance in the uh, house. What's up, dude? We put off Destiny 2, and then he and I were like, okay, what the fuck do we want to play? Because we, we became pretty good buddies and we were just pretty much fire team Andes together. Right. <laughs> so we went we went from 
I don't remember what we started first. We played like a couple of, I think we played Division Two, and then we played something else, and then we started in Hyperscape's beta, and that mm. was Lev's like first time back in a BR other than Apex, and he wasn't an Apex fan. Nope. Hyperscape's movement was incredible. The shot, the like shooting was bad, mm. and okay. then Dude. we moved on from that. We tried spell break before which you was move epic. away from before you move away from Hyperscape. Okay, like. Let me first two things. Uh, Lancemus Prime, if you guys are listening at home, go follow him. Came in with the juicy fat raid and Hopefully the his pack opening went good. Yeah, I hope, I hope the pack opening went good. I've turned off alerts because yeah. my alerts went to shit. And last week, you guys went so crazy on my alerts that I had to edit out like 20 minutes of clip. So you <laughs> and there's still sound. Like all you hear is like, bring. like it just, you keep hearing it over and over. So. Turn off the alerts out. Yeah, for the podcast. So, but I appreciate, I wanted to make sure if you guys are listening at home, pre- please, please, please. I will link Lance and Miss as well um, on that. So thank you for all the follows and everybody. I wanted to make sure you guys heard. I am looking at chat over there. Okay. Yeet. Um, number two, Hyperscape was a fun as fuck game. Super fast paced. Items were fun. Abilities were fun. But you know what killed it? You want to talk about cheating? You want to talk about some cheating? There was a guy who was literally flying in the air like Goku with this giant minigun hitting all headshots from like a thousand yards. I'm talking legit flying like so like holding a minigun. What's what's dumb is, too. So in the beta, they had the gun he's referencing is the is the hex fire. Uh, it's it's a spin up LMG it had like 150 rounds in it I think, mm-hmm. and then you get like the quad upgrade or the duo upgrade. Or it was a it mini was. gun, bro, like an actual yeah. legit <laughs> mini gun. Yeah, like, just hexaburn exactly. Yeah, and you he, this dude I remember Lev's clip of this. I don't remember if it's still around. But I don't know. Yeah, we we were just so disgusted because we would run into games. We would get two three five seven ten kills sometimes and have badass games and we'd yeah. be frying mm-hmm. and then we'd get to like top three zone and then get one tap headshotted by snipers which could be legit yeah and um, then we'd have spectate like the last kills. like two teams yeah and they would just be like one peeking each other and just knocked yeah all right let him get up we're just farming damage knocked yeah it was it's like, like what the fuck? come on man but dude, I was like, I, I can deal with some cheating. Like, you want to see through some walls? I can outplay you because you still have to shoot me. If you're seeing yeah. the walls, if you're flying around like a motherfucking helicopter at the top of the map and aimbotting my head with a minigun, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> no more. I'm yeah. not, no. Like, not about that warthog life. Like yeah. how? How? How is that? First off, who fucking made those cheats? Because they're geniuses. Who, how was that fun? Like, I don't know. That's what I've always asked. How is it fun? Get like, it. you're fun. removing not only skill, but you're removing RNG. You're removing like any source of enjoyment for everybody else in the lobby yep. and yourself because you're literally instead of practicing and playing with your friends and having a good time and making Lev and I would have make plays where. Lev would go down or I'd go down and we'd be booking it, sliding, fucking jumping, teleporting away, like come back, grab his little banner thing, res him on the far side of the map because to res people in that game, you'd have to kill enemy people and res them on their corpses. Yes. It was such a great... Dude, Hyperscape... Okay, they had some amazing modes. All right, they had this one mode where it's 25 versus 25 versus 25. Insane. So yeah, you you mentioning my shirt... 
It is the Osiris gaming shirt. Hey. Hey, Osiris in the house. Appreciate I finally got a, a follow back from the Osiris gaming. Appreciate you. Thank you, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So they had 25 versus 25 versus 25. They had a standard like three person with a four as three people per squad, right? Three yeah, so squad. you had trios, you had mm -hmm. duos, you had solos. Yep. But the one that we enjoyed the most was right at the tail end of the beta, they had uh I don't remember what it was called, but it was teams, it wasn't 25, it was teams up to 24 with four teams. That's so right. you'd have up to 96 people in a lobby. And you would have a firefight of like ten plus people on different teams just fucking brawling just across like a like, city block. It was it insane. was insane because the game it was like fun as hell. It wasn't on the ground. It was like verticality was the key. Like jumping over buildings. They had like these giant bounce jumps. It was crazy. If you ever look at the gameplay, like the movement, verticality, gunplay. It was a mixture of moving around, but then the gunplay was very high skill gap. Like hitting your shots was hard. You had to know what you were doing. So it had that competitive advantage the competitive edge um was Unless a you were our friend sparks and you q sniped okay, us that was with a, the d tap yeah and there was count. a clip somewhere he killed leveled with the d tap and never never let it go never like he comes into my chat today like <laughs> hey, being essentially the auto aim pistol from titanfall yeah <laughs> but so the, the game had all these great things but literally like we were talking about the cheaters ruined it it didn't mm -hmm. keep so cheating does two things it not only hurts like your enjoyment eventually because guess what like you're just cheating you're not actually building any skill but then it hurts right. the player population which is even more important because yeah. like me like zion like anybody who's from hyperscape that's in chat right now i'm not gonna fucking play that game if there's somebody flying around like why would you play that game like why yeah there's no reason so yeah. not only do cheaters, cheaters hurts the game overall. Like, I, how many people do you think have quit Warzone because of cheating? Oh, tons. I mean, I mean I've dude, at one point it was the most played <laughs> COD of all time. hundred percent, hundred percent. I loved it. I loved. It. I don't even play Call of Duty, and I. Their easy way to fix it would be a hardware ban, mm. but they're just they're too white gloved to do it. Yeah. Like they just they don't want to. Yeah, I that think they did a good anti cheat built, and then yeah, hardware bans for sure. If you okay, Shrider, I love doing this. Where's my pen? Oh, okay, you have a green wand. Okay, you have the magic wand. I'm passing it to you. If you could fix Warzone and you just wave the wand and it works, what would you do? Remove Cold War weapons. Okay. Building <clears> and uh, give a new map. Okay, so why Cold War? Separates Cold War and Verdansk. Because Verdansk was not built around cold war weapons and a lot of competitive players will argue with me and all this crap but that's what we're here for we're on a podcast man they, perfect time to say it. they did not have cold war weapons in mind they did not think like oh let me build this dmr you know let me build this like this goalie to be you know navigated when there's a dmr on the map just frying your crap from wherever right and i mean yeah bruins okay op you know this is op that's op but dude just separate the damn games okay cold war is cold war Modern Warfare is Modern Warfare. If you want to, I thought in my head when I was thinking about it when they first came out, they're going to build a whole new map and only have Cold War stuff on it. And I'm like, dude, that's cool. That is appealing, right? Like keep them separate and, um, you know, that way you can actually work on the games too. Because at this right. point, now you just have this big clusterfuck of. Yeah, now there's a lot of crap, mm. you know, that is for dance in Warzone. You know, you got 
the Cold War attachments don't even make sense. They don't do anything that they say they do. They're, it's all it's all a lie. So how do you pick your attachments? Oh, you find YouTubers that take time out of their day to, you know, test this attachment, test mm -hmm. that attachment. Let me see this bull velocity. You know, let me see that. It's like, it's crazy. So you have to do all this research. And if you're just a casual, you know, average Joe out there, you don't know any of this stuff. That's you're, just, you're just gonna drop in and yeah. get fried and go, what the heck, man? Yeah, That's like, what awesome, the heck, bro? And then that ruins the game for them because they're like, okay, well, I can't just jump in and like be at least semi-decent at the game, you know? Cause not everybody's gonna be great, right? But right. you just, you create this weird gap of like knowledge now mm. and like elitist knowledge. And if you don't know this elitist, like kill race knowledge then you're shit out of luck. That is the halo effect. I will call it the halo effect. Yeah, those are the people who know the callouts of each map. They expect you to push power. They expect you to, because that's like what I expect because I've been playing forever. But anybody that's new is not going to know where, they're not going to know where rockets spawn. They're going to go to the Warthog and go try and have some fun. You know what I mean? But we might exactly. lose position. They don't realize that they're fucking up, but they're just trying to have some fun. But again, that the more casuals get shit on, the less players there are, the more sweaty things get. And it's a self-perpetuating problem because after exactly. a year of that, all the casuals are gone. And it's like you you get online and all of a sudden it's like, you better have your fucking sweatband on or you're not doing anything. <laughs> you better Absolutely. be there to play. Like, Which like, that's okay. Like, that's okay. You know what I mean? Like I get that um, you're gonna have that, like that level of player, but then the next thing I would integrate would be a rank system. Mm. Have a ranked Warzone Ooh. system. How would that? Right? That's, How that's that the look? other issue with Cold War is <laughs> it's constant SBMM in pubs. Dude, the they SBMM introduced. Yeah, they they put SBMM in every avenue of that game: free for all, gunfight, fucking everything from Newtown twenty four seven all the way up to nice. like your dirty bomb game mode, which is like mm -hmm. it's like budget plunder essentially, where you go in, you've open up these chests you kill enemy people you collect uranium you deposit it in the money bomb or the dirty bombs the dirty bomb explodes your team gets x amount of points you have to do that like four times to win the game dude but why would they add sbmm to every <laughs> mode like make a mode where it's chill like casual like just hang out even they made league play but you already have sbmm in the rest of the game as well what uh, the hell but they, they, and they dropped league play way too late like they do yeah. this every cod like okay so the that's a whole nother tangent. Okay, but let's getting, go. No, no, that tangent. Yeah. Take it. Let's go. Like, it's just like, dude, you know what the fuck your community expects. Right. Okay. Like, you just, you know, we want league play. Okay. Yep. So you can separate your sweaties. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. You want an anti cheat because we're going to PC yes. now. Hello. Hello. Is the bell ringing? Like, is anybody home in Activision? Please yep. wake up. <laughs> um, and then it's like, and then just build new content. Like, I think honestly, and I hate Fortnite, but I'm going to reference it because they do a good job of let's well, they, they did a good job. They did. They did right for that stint that they did a good job. Maybe they flopped now, but whatever. Up right. until like season two, season three, when they just got stale and did nothing to the game for eight months. Well, they were that fucking was, raking in I, money on, with dump trucks, bro. That's what happened. Yeah. Like they were just it, like, it's working. No, don't fix what ain't broken. <laughs> yeah. But they introduced this concept of, okay, let's blow up our map. Let's just change the whole map, but it's the same map. Right. Like, at least it was something. Like, nuke the dam, release the river. I don't know. Oh, that'd Use be so sweet. Dam. That's a great idea. Like, Apex like, blown up Skull Town. Thunderdome's gone. Yeah. Right. Like, right. Just something. Like, all these other BRs are doing stuff, and you open up Stadium, and you put a subway system that's shit, 
that doesn't even make heads or tails. I'm trying to go this way on the map, so I'm assuming, oh, I enter in this car and we go this way. No, it's like I do you like I you do the like the, the vehicles in game have very manageable like health. Like that's one good thing they did. Right. Oh yeah, no, I like that. I like the vehicle system. I will say, I think if you get pro at driving Bertha backwards, you're a fucking stud. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I do agree. I think Savage said earlier that they do need new weapons, but I just don't think that Cold War was the move. I think just, it was small. I think I'll take your idea of the Cold War aspect and introduce a new map with the Cold War weapons. Have like standard again. Have like standard modern warfare with your know, war zone with the map with Verdance, maybe some slight but old old school weapons, and then just make a new map and now have old school weapons with Cold War weapons and a new map like the other thing know. is it being treyarch or i'm not sure is it treyarch or activision for cold war uh raven software technically uh, raven? Oh, yeah. okay so raven got perms to go back to black ops 2 because they've brought back raid and they're bringing back express where mm -hmm. they've already done it mm -hmm. which are two very good black ops 2 maps but again you're rehashing old content that's nine years old oh yep. my god and that's okay. black ops 2 was 2012 dude it's 2021 that's an issue with like just everything now i mean movies what are there any new fucking movies out is not a single movie actually a remake like is there any movie can you think of a single one that's not been a remake right now i can so i can't original, original content is the thing of the past i don't know what's happening because it's so much safe it's all the safe bets that's all it is and i think call of duty's doing the same thing man it's all the safe bets <laughs> Bring back Nuketown. Everybody love Nuketown. Bring it back. Bring it. Come on. Yeah. Bring it all all of like a three hour session at a so, time. They yeah. love this and zombies because the problem is, you know, when you make something new, you are now. That's why they're still making Call of Duties. Is there going to be a new Call of Duty? They tried the futuristic one, Advanced Warfare, and they got shit on. Like it was the worst one, apparently. Right. You guys agree? Mm, I no, mean, it, 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 warfare. not advanced warfare. Advanced, uh, the, what's the one with advanced the jetpack, warfare jetpack was one? bad because of like the weapon kitting system they had, but Infinite Warfare campaign was dog shit. Multiplayer was bad. It was the worst exosystem they've ever had. Yeah. And there, I don't even remember if it had zombies. Like I didn't play Infinite Warfare that much. Right. And Yin just said the only new movie that's coming out is Monster Hunter, but even that's a rehash of a motherfucking game. <laughs> so ridiculous. Literally. I mean, it's not a rehash, stuff. but it's like they're using the video game to create a movie. Like you know, it's come on, yeah. But it just yeah. is what it is. I get the remake stuff, but I think that developers, especially on, let's jump into this because this will be interesting. I want to get your opinion on this. I think that the larger, like, um, uh, let me set this up a little bit. Back when I used to game, I think you mm -hmm. can remember, there was thousands of video game creators, thousands of video wow. game companies, like little tiny teams of 10 people, but they made their own games and they would sell them at like the big branch stores. And yep. then, Publishers started coming around, you know, like all these publishers started just eating up all the content creators And then all of a sudden those publishers had to have they had stock and they had investors and they had board of directors and the board directors only take too many Liberties they do that and then all of a sudden they're losing money and their stocks go down They can't buy their second yacht for their baby mama, you know, it's like that's a problem so why you as if I was on a board of directors, if I want my second yacht for my third baby's mom's well, dog, which, which like, baby mom? do it. The one with the dog. Everybody knows that. Yeah, come on. So you know, <laughs> why would I hurt my yacht prices 
by letting some crazy kid that just got out of college has a great idea of a video game that might just flop. Fuck it. Let's just do uh, FIFA 32. Fuck it. You know? Like, yeah. fuck it. Let's do Modern Warfare Remastered and put every kind of flavored reskin yeah. camo bullshit that we can. Yeah. Here, you want then. tangerine flavored grenades? Go for it. <laughs> tangerine flavored. Yeah. Literally. 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 So. Not only was it Modern Warfare Remastered, all of the same guns, all of the same bugs, all the same skins, camos, or not skins, but maps, all the same head glitches, nothing was changed. Then they started releasing fucking all the different camos, all the different melee weapons, and they were pulling through the fucking nose on the, like, how much they had. Right. So, oh, and then, had, oh, jalapeno and cheese camo? Oof. Modern Warfare 2, they re-released through Battle.net, and it was fucking campaign only. Ooh, no. What was that, dude? What? They know. did Modern Warfare 2 campaign remastered. And they did not re-release. I would have lived. I would have lived through another 1887 cancer akimbo <laughs> meta, but none of these kids can because yeah. they don't remember that. Yeah, it's true. Okay. So going to the to the main point, let's just say again, we're taking out. We're gonna take out a blue magic wand. Blue magic wand. <laughs> you have two choices. Without choking. I'm gonna try. <laughs> Water went down the wrong <laughs> hole that time. Boomer's just dying of old age over there. <sighs> Getting gray as we're as we're going to the podcast. Um, Quick, put the helmet on. It's got light support. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so let's say this. Let's put it this way. Let's say you're on a board of directors now, man. You you got you got three yachts. You got the mansion. You're in Beverly Hills. You're living the big life. Okay. If you ran a gaming company, a publisher company, would you allow innovation or not? Absolutely. Wow. So that's built into me. So that's built into me. Okay. So not everyone can do that. Not everyone yeah. Can play play. Because why do we keep just redoing everything? Like there's no originality. Like, like if you look around, there's like zero, almost zero originality nowadays. The originality comes from our like creatives or our, our hipsters as we call them, you know, in like the art and music industry that push the boundaries. But yeah. like you look, at, you look at games, you look at movies, you look at everything cars indies i mean that the end said indies to play devil's advocate there so i'll play i'm gonna play the bad guy but strider sure. but strider there there are there's there's indie creators out there that are making the next big among us is huge five people made that game but they're making hand over fists and on top of Cube that world if we, was made by a guy and his wife but hey hey strider if i'm gonna be on the board of directors i'm gonna be the guy with the tie and the the fucking gucci shades Hey Strider, hey, listen up, man. The hey, Gucci hey, monocle and hey, the brick. Exactly. I'm gonna have the top hat the whole nine, okay? But listen up, man. If uh if we do innovation here, you know, we're not our stock prices might fall. And if those fall, we can't we can't give money to the next game. So we might be out of business, man. We can't keep innovating. We just got look, Call of Duty 27. They I added big titty bitties in there, and it's gonna sell like hotcakes. Why not just do that? Why not? See, that, that comes down to the question of greed. And I think that comes down to a, the question of the person's heart and like where they're actually at with their own selves and how humble they are. And you know, you get these guys that get to the top and they're just not humble anymore. Nope. They, like you were saying earlier, the whole, the yacht, you know, analogy. And it's, it's so true. It's like, dude, come on now. Like, I agree. Do you need the second yacht? You're chilling, bro. I mean, like granted, we live in a capitalist society, do what you want to do, but like, when it comes to creative things, like just don't mess with creative, you know, like if, if you do, then you create a weak society, right? Cause everyone just keeps doing the same thing over and over and over and over. We have no innovation. Round, whatsoever. Round we, go. we don't advance and we just run this rat race of 
whoever's at the top is controlling all the strings. And right. to me, it's like, dude, if I'm at the top, like I'm trying to push innovation. Like when I ran a company with my best friend, um, we were skater programmers and dude, we pushed the boundaries. Like we innovated nonstop, like nonstop. I mean, down to like little things, like how does this button look? How does like the shape of this? And you know, how does this control this over here? And that I can't right. talk too much about it because yeah, of course NDAs and stuff, but they just legit, like they were these old men, you know, 40, 50 years old who've been doing this forever. And they just want, we just want what works and we just want the same thing. Right. It's like, okay, well, let me give you something that works and will, you know, or make you money. Let me give you something that will make you money, but actually be like the leading edge of what we're trying to do here you yeah. know and they people just miss that second part completely like they just want to make money and they don't want to like actually lead the charge on doing something new and right. possibly creating something that would just break boundaries altogether. right if could you imagine could you imagine if not not even me take some like the top competitive players you put them in activision and you know in actually these meetings of like yo we need rank play. We need anti-cheat system. We need this. We need that. These are the four or five things that we need. Keep skill-based matchmaking out of pubs so you can enjoy right? doing your league play grind for 14 hours and then the next day taking a day off and going and pub stomping for 100 Exactly. Right? Exactly. Like, like put, if you, could you imagine having someone like that in the like meeting room and not just being like, oh, let's just throw out what's going to make money. Like they would have a game that would no doubt in my mind take over everything right take over everything because you're actually listening to the people you're okay you're in a well, let me um again i'm gonna put on my little hot pat my monocle okay yin just brought up a great point and this is um and i'm gonna read this real quick you have to stifle innovation you miss deadlines and have immense scope creep at which point do you stop them from innovating so there's a middle ground at what point do you stifle innovation how far in now i've seen this firsthand with mmos What'll happen is this, the base MMO will get announced. There'll be a demo, there'll be a beta. All of a sudden, every Tom, Dick and Jerry has got some way to fix the game. MMO creators that listen to their community too much end up ruining their own game because they're missing the core system. The core design gets flawed because whatever they're a great example, and I'm going to bring it up again ashes of creation if you're listening right now steven i'm looking at you steven okay stop listening to the fucking community stop okay this is where there's pro so the base game of ashes of creation is supposed to be you have a mount you have these classes you can multi-class your have end game content you grind crafting all the basic stuff that mmo has but now they just keep adding in the most dumb shit and it's ruining the core system so like Yin says, when do you stop the innovation? When it, when does it go off the rails? Who who is there to say, hey man, like, tell the community to shut the fuck up? Like we got <laughs> this is the core thing we're trying to make here. Like when does that where where's that boundary? So you, obviously you have to have an ebb and flow, right? Yeah. And you swing from one side of the pendulum to the other, right? That's that's like a given. Right. But we're talking about things that are not rocket science in gaming now. <laughs> Yes. We're not we're yes. not asking for the fucking universe. We're asking just for the moon. Can yeah. I just have the moon? It's supposed to be there. It's supposed Please. to be there, yeah. We're the I, earth I, and the moon. I, yeah. Come on. Like, we are not like trying to say, like, 
okay, let, let's create a whole new game with new mechanics and I want to be able to fly around like Superman and like blast people out of the sky like they can in hyperscape. Like we're not asking for shit like that. Right. We're not asking for VR like capabilities in a VR yet. Like we're not there yet. So right. we're not we're not doing anything that's so far off the reserve or asking for something that's so far off the reserve that it just shouldn't be an automatic. Like, come on, dude. Oh, like, I agree. I, I think it's so weird. Like in uh like Black Ops 4 was good. Like it was pretty good. It was it was actually a good rank play. Right. Why is that not in every other one? Like yes. Hello? Yeah. Hello. Why is like, that? That is the weirdest thing to me. Why do developers if there's if there's a developer in the chat, please explain this. If something works well in one game, you make another game, why the fuck did you not take what was working and bring it to the other game? Yeah. Why? Why is that? Is there like I don't know the answer. Maybe there's like, is there like uh, something wrong with development? Is the budget too low? Is the, is, is, did you get bad feedback that I don't know about? Was it hard to manage? I don't know, but like, that, oh, oh. Moving from Destiny 1 to Destiny 2, I was like, oh, bro. Cause I yeah, was so cool. mad because there were so many Here, let me pull things. up at the tower and lose all of my gear. Bro. Start all over again. Yeah. Oh my god, I was so mad. So D1, I think, had a great Trials of Osiris. They they had an amazing system. They tried to bring, and then they just like revamped it, and it was dog shit. And I'm like, what do you just copy paste, bro? Like upgrade the graphics. Like so, in that standpoint, the system itself was good. Like you can make new maps, that's fine, but the system itself was good. Same thing with like these new attachments they had, like it was a mess. Same thing with World of Warcraft though. Same exact thing. From yep. moving from Legion, the expansion Legion, into uh, Battle for Azeroth was a shit show. Like the Battle for Azeroth is gonna go down in history as the worst expansion of World of Warcraft history because it was. They just, they tweaked too many things and they just yep. fucked everything up. And they didn't yep. bring back the core mechanics, the core things. Some of the core things were there, but they they tweaked. They just they had their hands in too much stuff. It's like yep. if something's working, just keep it. Maybe there's a small population that plays it. Okay, that's fine. Like there's a small population that plays Halo still, but guess what? We've had the same maps for goddamn 14 years. We still like it. You know what I mean? Like if I wanted to play something different, I would go play Call of Duty. You know, <laughs> like I like it for what it is. Like if if Halo Infinite comes out and they take away, they add skill-based matchmaking to everything, which is which I hope they don't, but they, they might. They have this open world, it's supposed to feel like Halo 1, but it'll more than likely feel like Destiny version yeah. 3. You know what I mean? They're trying to innovate, which I, I applaud them for, but they're missing the core thing that makes a Halo a Halo. Same thing like you're saying. If you have a ranked gameplay that makes COD feel good in ranked, and then you try and tweak it and fuck with it, and now it's shitty. Like, just move go it, back. move it, just go back. Yeah, just just roll roll it back a little bit, roll it back a little bit here. You know, like yeah. I don't understand where the development. Like, maybe it's a new team, maybe there's new people that come in, and, and like you said, like maybe there's some hipsters or whatever, or some college kids that get out and they've got these grand ideas of how ranked should be. But you know who they should listen to? The people who play ranked. Like, <laughs> thank you. We've been doing this shit for how long now? <laughs> like you, you're a pro player. Like if I'm going to listen to anybody, I'm going to listen to the person who plays ranked 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 hours a day. Not me, not the casual who was going to jump in. 
I don't know what's good for ranked. I have no idea. I have no clue. I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why aren't there people like uh, Zion? Do you agree with any of this? Am I sp- am I spouting out bullshit? No, it's it's good. I mean, they they definitely need a separation. Like whatever they've already confirmed, they've got a new COD coming out this year, mm-hmm. which is they need to move to like a two year rotation or yeah. three year rotation even. Get a game, get it fixed, have it not be a buggy trash can of a mess on release. Get it in a working order. Have the guns in some kind of balancing. You don't need complete balancing. Like Cold War on release, MP5, M4 were disgusting. Yep. Modern Warfare on release, MP5, M4, and the Kilo were disgusting. Mm. And people started using the Kilo because it beams with a certain barrel and suppressor combo. And then uh, sniper rotations, new guns come out. Like they released the the AS Val and there was a barrel combination and the 10 round mag and you could literally map people through every building on the map. So do you think so you think they should stop the development? No. Of a new game? But I think they need to take their time and the publishers need to not we almost need a world where publishers need to disregard like the outcry of Hey, hurry up, let's get your game released. It let's go, let's go now, let's go now. Keep us updated. Yes, you can keep us updated, but take your time and actually release a piece of something you can be proud of rather mm. than push a piece of shit and we get the shit into the stick. Well, that we've seen that with Cyberpunk 2077, bro. That giant Absolutely. pile of shit. <laughs> Absolutely. God. I, wouldn't, I don't know. My opinions on Cyberpunk's changed. Okay. Like why? They worked on it for over seven years. Yep. They pushed it back three separate times. Yep. Yep. They had a creative lead change twice, similar to what's happening with Halo Infinite. And Mm. now, so the game came out after its final pushback and everybody went, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's poorly optimized. I had a 1080 Ti and an i7 8700 processor and I couldn't push 60 FPS on low. There was a flight bug that you could you could swap to a katana, pull it back out, but then also tab and like escape. Or no, it was left alt down on the scroll wheel, and then you would pull out your katana and it would come out of the sheath as invisible. Look up in the air and spam your melee button, you would fly. Bro. That's insane. And while you're doing that, you would literally V-clip through buildings. Yeah. So I mean, you would use that glitch dude. to get up to the top of the uh, the building at the end of the tutorial because there was a legendary katana you could get up there. Well, and if you, would you were CD Projekt Red, you'd be probably looking at your devs like, guys, it's been seven years. Like, fucking release this thing. You know what I mean? Like, can you imagine? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm gonna be on the dev side on this time. Like, like imagine running a team as large as CD Projekt Red. You've been sitting on this game. You've been marketing for this game. You've been, you have partnerships with like Xbox to release the game at this certain time. And then your dev team's like, hey, uh, boss, um, uh, it's it not ain't there. there. It's not there. And I'd be like, well, it's their been seven is, fucking years. What's happening here? Their you know? issue is threefold. They put too much stress on their developers. Number one. Yes. Number two, they pushed an entire open world game with so much fucking detail in it. All the different quests, all the different map areas. You've got the desert, you've got everything, and everything is preloaded as one conditional map. There are no loading zones. You can teleport, and that was your loading screen. 
Right. And you would yeah. get like a six to 15 second loading time SSDs and hardware dependent. <laughs> right. But you literally have that big of a map. Xbox One, Gen 1, PS4, PS4 Pro can't nope. handle that. Nope. No, way. no, no, shot. no, 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 no SSDs no didn't have the right hardware. And the reason they wanted to push it back was because they wanted to support those older systems because PS5 and Xbox Series X weren't quite ready yet. They were out, but as a launch like game, you want it to not be a total mess. They made the mistake of trying to focus on the older gen games when they should have prioritized just the newer gen. Yes. And everybody would have been yeah. bitchy about it, but at least you would have had a game that worked. You would have yes. saved face. Yeah, you would have saved face. Because you got to put your best foot forward. If you have a game that's in the oven for seven years, that shit better come out fire. You've had seven so, fucking years. After their 1.1 yeah. update, <laughs> I just recently built a monster PC that I don't want to say how much I spent on, but Tons. there may there may or may not be a 3090 involved in the mix. Yeah. Okay. And I can't still barely push 100 FPS on Cyberpunk Oof. after their optimization updates. It's insane. Terrible. Okay. So since we're on this, we're talking about devs, talk about dev team, talk about work. Okay. I want to ask you this. I've asked a couple different guests this, but I, you're pretty knowledgeable, so I think you're you're gonna have a good answer for this. Um. Do you think that game developers should be in a union? And if so, why? Hmm. That's a good question. It's a big question. I mean, I think I think at this point, it's probably a yes because okay. of how shitty they've been treated. But why did you say because, this point? Because, I mean, look at all the history of... If you have any, like, knowledge of, like, how, like, dev teams and, like, management and all that shit works, it's horrible. Yes. Like, they treat them like dog shit like yes. worse than dog shit there, there's a level underneath dog shit and that's developer treatment mm -hmm. because it's like they expect you to be a robot <laughs> pump out 80 hours a week somehow um you know still survive and be able to pay your bills on minimum wage and no benefits no nothing there's no there's no long-term incentive to be a developer right there's only just like you're you're going up this infinite hill that you're just never gonna see the end of until yeah. you die. Because even Straight when up. one sprint is done, there's always another. Always. Yeah. And I don't know how every company treats. I'm sure there's a few companies that are good to their developers. Right. But for the majority of what I've heard and talked to, dude, it's it's terrible. Yeah. It's absolutely terrible. I heard this quote the other day that really got me thinking about this a bit a bit more. And I I agree for unionization. I I am in. I am on board. And the reason being is that they're taking someone's passion and exploiting it. And I think that there's a old school mentality, like we talked about before, there used to be thousands of micro teams making video games and then able to publish them themselves. And now you mm -hmm. have to go through these giant publishers in order to be under their wing and get the money for marketing. It's turned into a marketing game, right? But because mm -hmm. of that, old school teams to take care of it. I mean, if it was 10 friends making a video game and we released it, Hey, hey, Tim, I gotta, you know, hey, Strider, I gotta go to Christmas, man. You know, you have a good Christmas. You guys would be cool to each other because you know each other. You're working as a team. You're doing this together. When there's 500 people on a team and there's deadlines, there's budgets and there's there's committee hearings and there's, there's uh, you know, you have other games you just have to keep in development. You gotta burn some other stuff and you gotta break off into teams and, and managers are switching all the time. Now they're using your love for making video games to their advantage because, Absolutely. hey, we... Hey, we're still family here, guys. That's a fucking red flag right there. Like, if I ever yep. hear a company tell me, hey, we're family here, I'm like, 
Ah. Yeah, no. No, <laughs> we're not. No, we're not. The fact that you have to state that is just... That just means you're awful. about to exploit the shit out of me. <laughs> that's what it sounds yeah. like, you know? But yes. that's the worst part. We're in this... We're in this... I think we need unions more than ever. Because we're now in a... Uh, we're now... There's only, what, five big publishers? Five. Is that yeah. it? Five? Just is, there any, is there any other ones that we can think of? Like, five big publishers. They control... 90% of the gaming market, other than indies, indies account for 10%. So 90% of the gaming market is owned by five big companies, right? Tencent being the biggest. They own like everybody. Jesus. Jeez. Yeah. So those people, like, if you lose a job at one, you you better know there's probably a blacklist. So now you you risk the chance of being able to make video games unless you're an indie dev. So if you want to work for AAA, you gotta play by the rules. And if they're making the rules, guess what? Do you really think they're not gonna be looking out for their bottom line above your needs? Absolutely. They're multi-billion dollar companies. You ever think they give a shit? <laughs> they can, yeah. all right, this guy sucks, blacklist, don't let it, he was working with for EA, don't let him work at Activision. He can't go to Blizzard. He can't go to uh, Tencent, he can't go anywhere. Mobile games, he's out, he's done. Get him out of here, you know? Yep. And I think that's the biggest fear of all the unions right now is they can't, if they start a union, they might lose the job, get blacklisted, and then they can't make video games. So they need, they need like, they need a, a a gangbuster here. I mean, there's no other way around it. I mean, yep. Oh, what what do you, what else could there be, man? It's a tough spot to be in. It's absolutely a tough spot to be in. I mean, can you imagine? What if you were in that position? What would you do? I mean, I'm a radical, so <laughs> I'd probably start a revolution. <laughs> But that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> There's gotta yeah, be some know. some help there, man, somewhere. I I, I hope. I hope. That's so I looked thing. it up. Uh on like revenue from 2020 going into 2021. Top dev studios are Zero Game Studios, who's in charge of Unreal. Yep. EA, Nintendo, Ubisoft, and Sony. Because Tencent had such a hard fall off when China cut them in half, essentially. So they're not the big dog like they were anymore. They're, they've fallen off the track quite a bit. Epic's on the heels. Um, Square Enix, Bungie, and Activision was in there as well. But yeah, it's just you've got this handful that just have the throttle of everything. Yeah, that's insane. I mean, they're making multi billion fees and it's only going up gaming's only getting more, and more popular. Uh, zero game studios has trillions what the number one excuse me trillions yeah. oh my god how do you compete how does it how does the working man compete but here's the thing dude here's the thing i wish all if you're a game dev i hope you hear this man you still have the fucking power you're the one make it do you think these executives are gonna get their on their hands and knees to go make a video game now they get off that board of directors to go make a fucking video no, game. No shot, no shot. So, but they're gonna keep pulling shit. Like for example, a couple of years back, uh, Blizzard just fired 300 of their game devs for no shit and then brought people in and then paid them less to do the same fucking job. Yep. And they got away with it. No one talks about it. They fired yep. 300 people randomly, got rid of a ton of people that were there from the beginning of the, of the studio, fired them, and in order to make more money, got all new 300 new people, pay them half. Like Sanity. that shit cannot go on forever. That's unsustainable. It just it can't. I hope Sanity. I hope the rise of indie games makes that makes them shake in their boots a bit, man. Because that 
you can't do that you just can't no, no no company no industry nobody should be doing that man nobody no. that's just that's so against everything man. all right let's switch gears a little bit all right we're gonna have some fun here podcast here we go strider let's go are there fucking aliens man do we have to be worried Absolutely. let's go okay why what's happening here Come what, what do i need to know why why Come why are there on, aliens okay why no, I just, I think that there's aliens. I don't know if they live among us. There's a lot okay. of people that like inferred and actually are dedicated to figuring out the truth. But yeah, I mean, I've personally seen some stuff in my lifetime where I've seen a UFO. And I'm like, okay, that's. Oh, no, that's explain, weird. dude. No, that's awesome. I'm just like, that was weird. Like, I cannot explain that. <laughs> that was not your a plane. Head. Are you just like, I can see you like with a sippy cup. Like, that was weird. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, and just like the way it moved and everything i mean unless unless there's just some technology that we just don't know about right that's just not possible how that moved right and so what like explain like set the scene like where were you what would you so see I, I was a i was definitely a kid um and i was walking with my uncle and we were just you know we just take walks or whatever and um we're walking up the street and i just kind of look up in the sky and i'm like oh there's like four red dots like just chilling and i'm like hmm Okay. Hmm. Whatever. Right. Maybe it's maybe it's radio tower that I don't know about or something. Right. 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 Trying to trying to rationalize. Uh huh. You know. And then um, I asked my uncle, I'm like, "Yo, do you see that?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's really weird." And like he was like weirded out. So I'm like, "Okay." So we watch it, and it just kind of like you know four red dots, and it just oh, so it's gone. like moving, moving, and then out. Yeah, and then it's just gone, and I'm like. Okay, those probably aliens. <laughs> that's probably aliens. Yeah. <laughs> like we didn't have drones back then, you know. This yeah, is like that's true. The late '90s, you know, early 2000s. Yeah, it's freaking. Yeah, we didn't have like commonality of drones flying around. So I don't know, just weird stuff like that. And then I mean, the universe and plus the galaxies are so expansive. Like, how is there not going to be some type of other life? Like, I, I think you are very naive if you believe that there's some. some not some type of other life out there other than the human race or species right. however you want to look at it Zion, and... what do you think before i go into mine what do you think the rough thing is there's so many things that have to go right for life to exist hmm. it's I, i'll agree that like our universe is so huge and if there's any past beyond ours i mean who knows but if like odds on there are something somewhere some kind of even some kind of like abysmal organism sizing mm -hmm. I, I mean i have no idea but i would say yes but the amount of stuff that has to go right you gotta have a star that goes to the right heat and it's not it can't be too hot or too cold yeah. it has to create carbon because without carbon you can't have like physical material right and then you have to have all these other things that check cross your t's and dot your i's like everything has to go right okay See, but I think that's under the, the lens of the human race. What yeah. about other possible humanoids or non-humanoids? Like a silicon-based life form. Surviving in totally different types of other conditions. I do agree that everything does have to go right to some degree. Yeah. But it doesn't have to go right under the lens of like how we look or right. how we interact. You know, maybe life's an amoeba, right? I don't know. <laughs> like maybe the and, planet and think, that we're on right now, we are part of an amoeba. That's much greater than us. Yeah, I just, and I just think it's just too, it's too insane for how big that 
the universe really is yeah. and how many different galaxies there are and other planets like there's got to be something out there there's just no way there's just yeah. no way that we're the only single planet with life on it ever so ever. I'm, I'm gonna take from both your side a little bit my my understanding when it comes to it because i used to be like I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna lie i'm gonna tell the tell everybody right now like i used to like way back in the day when i was before the marine corps i got into conspiracy theories but only about the government it was like what the fuck are they doing right but nothing like the earth is flat nothing like that kind of stuff like this is like during the 2008 crash it really hit my family really fucking hard mm -hmm. i told you my mom was a real estate agent she lost everything we were in bankruptcy mm -hmm. it was bad and mm -hmm. then you see all these big wig execs like get away with all this shit. So of course that leads you into like, well, the Federal Reserve is the XYZ. And obviously looking into that more at an older age, I was like, that's bullshit, whatever. Um, but one thing I, I always very interested in though, is trying to figure out, you know, is there life out there? And if it is, what would it look like? I think there's like a lot of people that have like, uh, they have experiences or they have abductions or stuff like that i think personally that there's absolutely life out there somewhere in the universe it is there are tens of millions of stars in our galaxy and trillions of galaxies that we know of in the that's the the numbers are too astronomical now you could say that there would be even intelligent life i would go as far to say there's definitely intelligent life out there but are they visiting us is where things get iffy for me. That's where things get like blurry because I agree there's this two. It's like the numbers are in our favor. They have to, they're hundred percent have to be out. There. But are they like coming to steal our sheep? And then that crazy guy, <laughs> that crazy guy who's in town that we all know is crazy. Has an abduction story all of a sudden, like, are we sure? Yeah. Like yeah. that guy's doing it, you know what I mean? But then again, I'm reading this right now. Thousands of pages were just declassified of records for the entire UFO, you know, CIA program. So yep. they're stating that there has been recorded crashes and recorded craft and that, you know, things like Los Alamos was real. And, you know, they're stating yep. these things. So maybe I'm wrong. You know, again, I'm, I'm always open to being fucking wrong, personally. Like, I'd be interested if things were coming here. Okay, let's just say, hypothetically, that there is intelligent life, and they are coming here. What do you think? That, why? Why are they coming here? There's got to be... There's got to be a reason, right? And I think a lot of it goes through resources. Ooh, that's we, a good thing. We angle. have to have some type of resource that they can't get where they're at anymore. You know, hmm. that's like... Okay, Pretty that's nice. like the whole the Elon Musk theory, right? Like... I can't really see theory, but like he's trying to obviously make us a multi-planet right. species. Yes, he's yes. trying to take us to the next level. Let's go to Mars. Let's go to here. You think we're not going to find some type of resource that we've never seen before that all of a sudden we need to survive and sustain life? And if there's other intelligent life out there and they're also multi-planet species, well, they're not just going to find the resource that they need for, you know, power or however they're doing it to in, on the one planet. Like you're going to run yes. out eventually, yes. so you're going to have to expand and explore. And then find more that's just how it goes so if we had something here which the whole theory i think for most alien people is gold right mm -hmm. gold is a huge resource here on earth and so maybe that's why maybe not yeah. maybe they're just exploring who knows who knows yeah but i think that at this point 
it's all coming down to what does our government want to control and not control and i i think there's no question that um that they have been here and they have visited at some point or another um uh, again I, I am open to being completely wrong too like yeah do yeah. prove me wrong but there's been way too many bizarre cases that have been just covered up and they're all kind of like what was that what, what do you mean like, yeah well they have the and then now and then now they release and say oh uh, just kidding. We lied to you. Um, but yeah, that really happened. Yeah. Like, there was something there. And you're like, okay. yeah, they had a, there was a thing. So I listened to a lot of like, um, I listened to a lot of podcasts. So one I listened to is Joe Rogan, where he, I listened to one specifically where he had um, John, Jason or John Fravor, whatever that guy was. He was a uh, Navy. He was a Navy pilot caught. Mm -hmm. That was that video that was out in like 2014 or something caught this object on screen going from zero floor like one foot off the ocean to ten thousand feet in less than a second was actively blocking radar couldn't be tracked on heat whatsoever so wasn't creating heat went from zero one foot off sea level to ten thousand feet in a second like that's got to be something i mean unless unless another country is making some crazy shit we don't know about but like is there yeah. anything that's doing that well, like, have you seen have you seen the TikTok that they just released that they've got on like the uss taylor or whatever <laughs> they finally have laser weapons oh i've seen that we've had that for a while yeah yeah they, they had that fucking that like giant beam on a post and it, oh, yeah? will, it will hit like dime-sized pieces at like thousands of yards out it's insane dude so technology is also it could be a lot of crazy technology because quite honestly like if you're the u.s government and you're, you're spending trillions of dollars a year on the industrial complex bro i mean you don't want to be showing Our your finite resources off. aren't so finite when you have that much money yeah i mean here's mm -hmm. the thing man you don't want to i mean you got that kind of money to spend there better be some cool shit that comes out of it all i'm saying is in 10 years i better see a fucking mecha suit i'm gonna be real goddamn mad as a taxpayer <laughs> real mad. <laughs> i'll be real mad I want yeah we suit. have had lasers we have had lasers for a while for yeah. sure there's no doubt so i think um kind of building off what you said um i and also sicarius in, in chats something interesting observe and report i think that that could be a good possibility like mm -hmm. Here we are, a bunch of weird life forms on this on this planet, and all of a sudden we are shooting bombs at each other that splits an atom. Like that's gotta send some shock. I mean, imagine the radio waves you're just shooting off with that explosion. Just just that explosion. You know, back in all the bomb testing. You know, if I was someone smart, I'd be like, okay, these ants just blew each other up with dynamite. Like we should probably see what's happening over there. Like what is going on? How do they figure out dynamite? They're ants. Like, what is happening here? This is crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, you would, there would be scientists, you know, going over there. Like, you know, these are the dynamite ants, and they're they've learned how to mix these two things together. And we're just gonna, we can't interfere. This is natural, you know. Like, it's got to be something like that, right? Zion, would you think that's true? More or less, yeah. I mean, it's only logical. If we, okay, if if we figured out that dolphins learned how to make shanks and were stabbing whales. You don't think, <laughs> you don't think that scientists would you be You have to all stab a old? whale so many fucking times though. But they learned how to make shivs and are using their fucking flippers to stab whales. Like you don't think that scientists would be over there like, what the fuck is happening right now? Like they'd Absolutely. be all up in there. Absolutely. They'd be all up in there. There's no way around it, bro. There's no way around it. I think that could be a possibility too. If there is intelligent life, if they came here, I think 
I don't think they're walking among us. I don't think there's chameleon people. I don't think there's like little gray aliens coming out of nowhere to like touch Bob the Builder out in Nevada and give him a vision. Like I don't. Mm -mm. Sorry, Bob. You got some peyote, bro. I know you did. Don't play. Don't play. <laughs> <laughs> don't, play don't play, Bob. Um, but I do think if there was... We've, we've been doing some nasty shit to each other. And if I was a scientist, an alien scientist, I'd be like, I'm going to head over that way. They got some weird shit. But I do like your yeah. idea. Like, maybe we do have a resource here. Maybe air is very finite. Maybe oxygen is. Maybe something yeah. in our atmosphere. Or maybe... Maybe iron is not all well, iron. Maybe everywhere. all the toxic cod kids talking shit about banging your mom is a fine iron. <laughs> maybe, maybe they like re, maybe they like emotions, and there's just so much hatred out of the cod community that they just like they can swoop down, <laughs> scoop it not up. Not NACL salt, legit salt. <laughs> legit salt. <laughs> exactly, dude. Um, cool, man. Well, let, what? Tell me what games you're looking forward to, man, because this is always a huge question. I know we're just like pivoting back to video games here, but. Um, what games do you really have on the horizon that you really want to play? God, that is the question. I mean, honestly, Apex is like what I'm locked in right now. Right. But I mean, that's not like being released or anything, but that's something I Are definitely you going intend pred? on. I'm not going to, you know, confirm nor deny confirm that. Or deny. Okay. 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 But, uh, you know, surrounded with the right group might be possible. Yeah. Um, but honestly i'm just like so turned off of the war zone that it, like this is where I, this is literally like this question is what i've been asking my own self right these past like few weeks i'm like dude what the hell am i gonna play like there's got to be something i really do enjoy squad it's a military sim if you guys have never played hmm. highly recommend checking it out it's a lot of fun oh, it's squad. Cool. um yeah it's, it's called similar squad. to tarkov okay kind of yeah yeah but more like instance based like like uh not instance based but uh battlefield based yeah. So like you have this big battlefield and you're fighting for different points and stuff like that. It's very tactical. Okay. Um, it's very niche. So like if you're not into that type of thing, you're definitely just not going to like it. Right. Um, and I've been dabbling with going back to an MMO because I mean, Ooh. I played a hell of a ton of a while. Oh, um, we, played, had, we played, were well friends this entire time and I had no clue. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I played, uh, I think the most prominent time was probably during Wrath. Wrath of the Lich King. Yeah. That was my favorite expansion by far. Yeah, Wrath was fantastic. Um, Diablo played, 4 is coming out. That's I'm looking forward to that. I'm really looking that's forward to That's one game 4. I will play for sure. Yeah. Um, even if I only beat it once, I will play the shit out of it once and yep. beat it. Yep. Because um, Diablo is always fun. And there's something else coming out alongside Diablo 4. Um, I'll probably have to look it up real quick, but that's kind of what's in my my head and my pipeline. If it comes out April 1st, it's Outriders. Outriders? Mm. Isn't that coming out? That's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. What is that? Square, that Square Enix is doing a looter shooter dungeon crawler with the team that made, I think it's People May Cry. It's the team that made Gears 3, 4, and Judgment. So they've got Gears graphics, mm. Destiny's loot system, which we're not sure if it's tactile static rolls or random rolls. It's got a Division 2-esque world tier system. So you beat one world tier, you move up, you move up, you move up. They haven't confirmed PvP yet. The game's been in the works. It was supposed to release when Cyberpunk came out and it got bumped because Cyberpunk too much saturation of COD, fucking Cyberpunk. Like uh, Q4 is always nuts, and I think they made the right move bumping it back. Yeah. But it's also, it's an MMO. So it's got the Holy Trinity tank healer mm -hmm. DPS. Yeah, it does. 
and then it's got two like badass custom classes one was like some kind of technomancer and hmm. the other one was i don't remember i haven't Is looked that Invis much into Rogue it in a one yeah they yeah, had like some kind of that. like melee ability or like throwing knife tactile yeah so yeah, that looks like an interesting game. The thing I'm worried about is I got burned really hard during Anthem. So I'm very apprehensive mm. about any new looter shooters, like very apprehensive. Mm. I just, mm. I want to see what the reviews are going to look like just because I don't, I don't know. I, I look in, I've seen some it's videos. It's Square on. Enix and I haven't seen Square Enix flop a game in a very long time. Not since uh, they flopped uh, Final Fantasy, was it 11? And then they had yeah. to they had to redo it to, to completely destroy the world and redo it and make a new one yep. for fourteen. Yeah, that's Insane. true. Yeah, you know what? There's a, I think there. I've heard talks of a Lord of the Rings game, and I'm a huge Lord of the Rings nerd. So mm. I want. And it's not Gollum because I've heard of Gollum, but there was like an MMO, like a new MMO that they were trying to. Really? Play. Yeah. The other one is they're making an open world Star Wars game. I saw that. That was what I was. Yes, I did too. see that too. Mm -hmm. That looked really cool. That looked fun. Um, like they have, they've talked about, they've confirmed Fallen Order two which is a ways mm -hmm. out or if not a direct sequel, but some kind of like tie into it. Yeah. And they've also stated that there would be a game that the, uh, the open world star Wars game is going to have tie-ins to the battlefront series. That'll be dope. Ooh. So they said so, cool. 2022 cool. Amazon is making the new Lord of the Rings MMO. Okay. So next. So, so the, okay. So the series is coming out by Amazon. You guys know about that, right? Yep. No, but the, yeah, the actual live action series. Yep. So they're making an MMO as well. So they're doubling don't down. Don't that or I'm going to destroy Amazon. You heard it here first. Uh, okay. Um, well, we heard it here don't first. Mess, okay. Don't mess with Lord of the Rings. Don't fuck it up. Okay. They might, anyway. dude. I don't, what do you think about that series? You think it's going to be dope? I have very high expectations. And if those are not met, those, that's a problem. Because I, I feel like it's a pretty does. straightforward baseline for Lord of the Rings. Yeah. If you're a J.R.R. Tolkien fan, like that's just, you're just in your blood. It's in your blood or it's not. It's one yeah. of two. Now, is Halo Infinite coming out this year? supposed like, to at, the, at this time they delayed yes. it, right delayed, they delayed it. it so it's come out okay. we're all waiting around for halo br i don't don't they Dude, okay uh, okay let me tell you I okay i don't know about that let me <laughs> let me tell you let me tell you i think and i've confirmed with the invoked he's my other he's the other halo guy i really know okay i think halo infinite is gonna be a flop and i say this as a halo streamer and a halo fan the game has changed creative directors three times of development. It has been pushed back three times. We have still not seen a full match of multiplayer yet, and the game comes out this fall. We have not seen a breakdown of anything that they're planning on doing with this open world, except for that one teaser tra trailer that looked like shit. I... Any game that's coming out this soon and they're not doing a walkthrough, they're not showing what the gameplay is going to look like, they're not even showing what multiplayer is going to have or if it's going to have a ranked match, if it's, they're not giving any information, like, it's not looking good. It's it's not looking good. This is really I want it to do well. I would love for Halo Infinite to come out and be a fucking smash hit. I would play it just like any other Halo I play. But the fact that there's all these things that are messing up all at the same time just makes me very... Very uh, on edge. <laughs> Let's just say I'm not pre-ordering it. Let's just say that. Like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. You're on that one. Yeah. Just not. Not touching it, dude. I don't care. I don't know. If they could just make another Halo 3, I think I'd be happy. Yeah. I think that well, would be the peak of... And I mean, that's my opinion. If you want to come That's over. the game that won a console war. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. 100%. People were buying the 360s. 
just realized for that game. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And it was worth it. Worth it, hundred percent. Every penny, dude. If you ever want to play Halo, there's the Halo Master Chief Collection. You got some yeah. people here that play, so if you're ever down, well, he he fries whether or not he's wearing that helmet back there. I got for him. Yeah, so <laughs> I have a channel reward where I have to wear the helmet for a match, and I, love it. I will still shred, even though it's hard as hell. You can't talk in there because like, everything's just fogged up, so it's like doesn't work very well. But you know. he's shooting at blurs, but yeah. he's still just dumpstering. They're red blurs, so as long as I see the red, like I'll I'll shoot in the general direction. So, there you go. Just a just a spoiler. There may or may not be a Star Wars related helmet on the way to me. Oh, that'll be a similar Steam or a stream hmm. channel point raid redemption what thing. What kind though? You could go Stormtrooper. You could go Mando. You could go Boba Fett. I'm leaving Mando to Kylo Ren. That's not my vibe. You could go Kylo. I'm getting something custom. I actually talked to a guy and I commissioned it this morning. Custom. Yeah. Uh oh. Are you getting something with Darth Maul? Possibly. Are you getting something with Darth Maul? Dude, yeah. you better send me some pictures. Okay. All right. Next stream, you have to wear it. Next podcast. I, it, dude, it's whenever he gets it done okay. and sends whenever it in. I just done. commissioned it today. Whenever it's done, podcast, you got to wear it. You got to. You just have to do it, yeah. dude. Well, dude, hey, it's already been two hours. There it is. I told you, man. You just kind of like. We just you just go so real quick podcast. real just... quick wrap up before we get your socials yeah. and whatnot we have an occasional set up or a question that i run by everybody it's like a little quick we're doing like two minutes i give you over or under and i say something and you gotta do tell me if it like think of like an overrated and an underrated so if i say fast food joint go underrated and overrated oh god okay okay so is that the question is fast food joint the question yeah, for this one. I'll, I'll do like three or four just yeah, yeah. rapid fire. Real quick, real quick. Oh, God, um, overrated. Don't be afraid to piss people yeah. off. I said Chick-fil-A was overrated and I, everybody rioted. <laughs> so true. <laughs> yeah, uh, overrated in and out, underrated Five Guys. Ooh, nice. Man, the same five Guys thing. is spendy. It, it is, is, but it's, it's very so good. Yeah. Okay. All right, overrated, underrated FPS. Ooh. Uh, overrated FPS COD, underrated FPS Apex. Mm, yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, what else you got? Overrated, underrated movie. Ooh. You better not oh, say Lord of the Rings because it's not. It's, <laughs> it's kind of brutal to be honest. Over overrated movie, um, dude. The new Star Wars movies, probably. No, I guess those are terrible. Let me pick a different. All one. of them, but nine, and then nine. The worst part was fucking. Here, let's bring back Darth Worthless. Yeah. Yeah. Death uh, seven eight nine was just complete trash in my eyes, but that's I just agree. the elitist of me. Um, God, an overrated movie. I don't know. I could say an underrated movie, movie for sure is uh, Ender's Game. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was the book for that good. was excellent. Yeah, I know that the the movie didn't stick to the book as much but they could have done so much more, but the, all the concepts that they covered in that, I, I don't know. I fell in love with that. Yeah. It's pretty dope. And of course they're not making the second one. Cause why I would Hollywood some do that? people off and said overrated interstellar. You know, you pissed me off. You son of a bitch. Cause that was a good <laughs> movie. You know that it was confusing, but it was good. Okay. It was good. It was good. Yeah, those I, aren't mountains. Those are waves. I, 
Okay, that part was stupid. I'll give you that. Yeah, I think the the concepts were amazing to see in Interstellar, but yeah, it's kind of overrated. I could agree with that. The the morality of the movie is like him going to space and dealing with all the exploration stuff and coming back and seeing his daughter being almost 100 years old and he's technically 90 he's like 130 something but physically he's like 40 yeah yeah know what was underrated uh movie uh battle at battle la battle i know know you said no the other one he said was the warcraft movie was underrated i do i thought it was underrated Nah, it's trash. I would love to see good they fuck the story up a little bit, but I mean, the amount of they, they almost tried to have the blizzard cutscene like feel like they did a good job with like the blizzard cut. You know how the blizzard cuts. Yeah, but it wasn't 30 done. FPS. <laughs> doesn't doesn't wasn't 30 FPS. Yeah, you, know, you know, another underrated one. District nine. Another oh, underrated movie. So underrated. So uh, underrated, dude. District nine was good. And then uh, underrated. Yeah the do you remember the movie it's animated with the little dolls the nine? Oh, nine. yeah yeah the, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that, that movie was, was fucking sick was yeah, creepy as was shit. Cool i think uh i don't know there should have been a district 10. Yeah, i know one. like some kind of continuation we were supposed uh-huh. to see, see something like they were supposed to tell us like what was happening to him but i'm guessing uh, did you a... see that they're making um what is it ready player two yeah, so that my wife is already like she's all about it. Yeah, they're coming out with it. Oh hell yeah! That's Let's gonna go. be super dope, dude. I'm looking forward to that. My wife and I watched that one. That was like every pop culture gamer nerd ass reference you could make. It was epic. dude when they had the final battle and they had all the Master Chiefs showing up. I was like, they won. I got it. This is me, Master Chief on the field. Let's go, son. Iron Giant versus Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, and fucking, dude. They brought in. Gundam. Yeah, dude, I was all about it. I was like, if there's ever, oh, we never got to that question. I always ask if there's gonna be like a VR world. What would it look like? But we'll get that next time. Which means we have to have you back on, bro. That's all that all means. Right. All that means. We'll have we'll have post pred Strider back. Post pred Strider mm-hmm. coming to give us some Apex tips. We can do that. Okay, Strider, hey. where can people find you, man? If they want to come watch you, if they're listening at home, tell tell them what they, where they can find you. All the socials. Every single one you can think of, all the way back to Tumblr, all that crap, everything Strider Native. Woo. Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, YouTube, Snapchat, Instagram. All every- one word, capital S, capital N? Yep, all one word, capital S, capital N. Perfect, perfect. Zion, where can they find you, man? TTV, Zion Yeet. I'm going to be trying to carry Ace's wagon in some Apex later today and uh, <laughs> climbing a bit. All right, okay, okay. Uh, you can find me. I'm Leveled AF. You can find me on all the socials as well. Uh, Leveled AF. Um, you can also find the podcast on it pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. I'm talking, but most importantly, go to Spotify. Because I really want Spotify to notice me. Come on, Spotify. Show me some goodies, man. Show me some love. All right. But we're also going to post this live on YouTube. So if you want to catch the podcast of Strider Native, you want to watch it and see all the awesome bits, especially in the beginning when he's wearing the wig. Randy Savage. Him. Randy Savage. Yeah, boy. Uh, make sure to watch it on YouTube and catch it there as well. So um, we're going to do a raid. We're trying to get used to doing these raids like at the end of the podcast. We definitely want to. And Panda. Panda said Avatar was overrated. I agree. It's just Pocahontas with uh, with blue people. Oh, I loved I loved Avatar. James Cameron did a pretty good job with it, though. It, like it, it. 
like a couple of the fight scenes when towards the end were like Michael Bay spark effects, but yeah, other than yeah, that, yeah. it was kosher. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. All right, we're gonna raid a buddy of mine. His name is I Spanky. He doesn't get enough love. He's, He's a, been on the podcast. Been on the podcast. Another podcast person. And on top of that, an awesome, awesome Scottish dude. So we're gonna go raid him. We're trying to get better at raiding. So this is me trying to get better at raiding. So. Fern Gully. Fern Gully is the shit. Nobody better hate on Fern Gully right now. Batty was the best, okay? My name is Batty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to go. Shadow Native was awesome having you on, man. I appreciate We've been less you, than average. Have a good one. Have a good one. Peace. Bye.